It's time for high school football on the breeze. 94.5 KLIQ, Hastings, Grand Island, Kearney, and all of South Central Nebraska. The high school football pregame show is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Listen to this game and all Flat River Radio high school sports broadcasts at flatriverpreps.com. Follow along tonight on the live scoreboard at flatriverpreps.com. Now let's get out to the field for tonight's football game on the breeze, 94.5. Degrees, no rain, and barely any wind here in Overton, Nebraska. It's playoff football here Thursday night on the breeze, 94.5. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay, Steph Rubaker back in the studio. It's a 13-4 matchup here in Overton where the 7-1 Eagles host the 4-4 Hornets of Giltner. we got a lot still to bring you here on uh, the breeze, 94.5, but we're going to jump into the Ravenna Sanitation Coaches Interviews. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We're going to jump right in, beginning first with the Giltner Hornets head coach, Chip Bartos, here on The Breeze, 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said, I'm going to be home late, and she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Welcome into the Ravenna Sanitation Coaches Interviews. Up first, talking with Giltner head coach Chip Bartos. Coach, we've had you on a few times this season. Welcome. Well, thanks for having me again, and, and thanks for covering our game again. Always enjoy it, and right now, uh, as we finish the regular season, your team went 4-4, four and four, but all four of those losses were to playoff teams, including in the East, number 1, Humphrey St. Francis, and in the West, number 2, Kennesaw last week. How did this regular season schedule prepare you for the playoffs? You know, those, those tough losses have really, um, I'd say, battle-tested us quite a bit, um, you know, we've you've played against, like you said, very top-notch competition. And I'd say, you know, some of those teams are some of the best ones in the state, um, without a doubt. And uh, it's definitely made us, you know, um, made us have to prepare for for the high-quality opponents. And and you know, you can't take any any practices lightly. You can't take any any plays in the game lightly, just because. You know that if if you take one off, uh, a high quality team like that is going to um, they're going to gash you. And, and and you know we weren't ready for that against Kennesaw. Um, you know and they took a physical game to us, but I think it's you know it's it's made us look at what you know what you really need to improve. You know if you're if you're just playing teams that and you're just winning easily, then those um, mistakes, the small mistakes, can get overlooked, and so. You know, Kennesaw exposed a lot of glaring weaknesses for us that we have uh, we've spent this week trying to fix 
um, while preparing for Overton. Coach, we talked early on in the season. You said you wanted to get your your run game going, and over the course of the entire season, you did have more rushing attempts than passing attempts. But by looking at yards, you still had more yards through the air by about a two to one margin. Uh, what did you learn about your team and adjust offensively from beginning at Heartland and closing last week against Kennesaw? Um, you know, we we knew that as teams got game film and, and prepared for us that we were going to start seeing a lot more pressure, um, especially when we started having injuries on the offensive line. Um, and so that's one thing where as an offensive line, you just got to you got to accept that and, and take that as a challenge. Um, it's also, I guess, really it's, it's made us emphasize our, our quick passing game. Um, obviously, we've got a great athlete in Rhodey Lyon that can stretch the field for us, but it's really just more about, okay, what what is Dane's pre-snap read, and, uh, and you know, can we get the ball – out of his hands quickly to our, you know, first or or second uh, read in our progression, and uh, and so that's what it's come down to is you know, hang your hat on a lot of quick plays. Um, you know, we may not be able to run the ball north and south the way a lot of uh, power teams can, but you know, we we use our our skill and and get to the outside and and make the make the quick passes. Make uh, make the other teams tackle us one on one, and then hopefully you know end up breaking one for a, for a long touchdown or, or or something along those lines. And that's really you know the the quick passes kept us in the game against uh, um, St. Francis, and uh, and it kept us in the game against Lawrence Nelson until late in the game. Um, but really, it's just about minimizing our mistakes. You know, we we made too many mistakes against Kennesaw and too many against St. Francis that cost us those games. Um, so it's really, you know, our discipline as well. Coach, you talked about uh, Rody Lyon. That's one of the skill players out on the edge. And you have a number of skill players that are quick all over the place and slinging the ball out to him. Dane Hendricks, we've talked about him before. He's not quite on pace for Jake Finley's 2012 state passing record, but he does lead eight-man this year. Um, let's just talk again about this senior, his leadership, not just through that season that – very tough schedule all the way through, ending with Kennesaw, but then now leading into these playoffs. You know, he's just he's the one he's the one guy that you can consistently just depend on. Um, that you know he's going to make something happen, and uh, and what we've talked about is you know you just got to give him give him three seconds, give him a little bit of time, and he's going to do something just just amazing, and. You know, I can't give the kid enough compliments. The kid will just—I mean, he's a fighter. Um, he, he won't—he won't let you take him off the field when he's hurting. Um, he has to be in there. Um, he takes a lot of hits, but he continuously gets up because he knows that. Um, I mean, he's just got that—that that championship drive to him, and—and uh, and I think he's finally started to bring some of those underclassmen along with him um, that just take his. His attitude and his effort in practice and in games, and they're finally starting to to jump on his back and 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 let him carry them into the into the playoffs and, and carry them to some success. But you know, he's just got a he, he's got a great work ethic. He's got a great mind. He's got a great football IQ. Um, and whether whether we're running the ball, if we're do, going with um, Veer or option. I mean, he makes good decisions. He goes through his progression well, 
as a as a quarterback, and uh, and you know he's someone that you know you want the ball in his hands every single play, and someone that you can trust with the ball in his hands and when the game's on the line too. Coach, looking at this week, over ten seven and one on the regular season. The only loss is to Kennesaw. What stands out to you when looking at the Eagles? You know they're they're a very physical ball club. They've got uh, great size on their offensive line. Um, they're they're nothing flashy on offense. They just wait for you to make a mistake, and they're very patient with their with their run game. Um, they're one of those teams where I think if I grab my script here, I think they've thrown maybe thirty uh, sometimes in the in the last three games, or if if that, um, yeah, about thirty times in the last three games, and. They're going to kind of do the opposite of us. They're going to try to pound it down our throats. Um, they're going to make us have to be physical for four quarters, and it's it's uh, a test that our defense needs to step up to and 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 challenge, because um, because that's where that's where it can be the difference in the game is if we can't get stops on them. Um, defensively, though, I feel like you know they've got they've got good athletes on that side, but um, we'll be able to. Make plays through our passing game. Um, we'll be able to make plays getting to the edge against them, and uh, and just o- overall, I-, I feel like we've got the better skill position players that can that can do stuff and make make great plays happen on offense. Um, but it's going to come down to who's going to want to be more physical. You know, is am I going to have the physical team that's stepped up against uh, um, St. Francis and Axtell and and two quarters against Lawrence Nelson, or are we going to have the physical team that uh, that let Kennesaw run all over us um, is really going to be the question. So it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to a mindset, more or less, between both teams. All right, Coach, what's it going to take for your Hornets to be playing some Halloween football next week? <laughs> well, um, being physical – just going out there and playing for one another, just giving it everything you got, and uh, and just and just wanting to make great plays happen. Um, just eight strong as a team, and and just just exceptional effort all across the board for for four entire quarters because it's going to be a it's going to be a, a, a fist fight all the way down to the last whistle. But um, if they can do that, I truly believe that we'll be we'll be playing next Wednesday. That's Giltner head coach Chip Bartos. Coach, best of luck this evening. All right, thank you very much. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. Continuing along with another Ravenna Sanitation coaches interview, now speaking with Overton head coach Paul Husenfeld. Coach, thanks so much for your time. Hey, thank you. Your Eagles are 7-1 and one on the season. You've got a win over a Bertrand team that you could possibly see again next week. Only lost to 
West number two, Kennesaw. It looks like you're, you would avoid them at least for a couple rounds. How did the regular season prepare you for these playoffs? Uh, you know, our regular season, we had, uh, we had some good matchups. I think uh, there was quite a few different teams that uh, probably should have been better than they ended up. But, uh, you, know, uh, you know, playing at Kennesaw uh, early in the season kind of shown, showed where we uh, needed to be. And then playing a Bertrand really well showed us where we where we uh, kind of grew and where we could go from there. So, uh, you know, the playoffs are going to be fun. There's a lot of teams that uh, uh, that are really good, and I think it's going to be the survival of the fittest. You know, who can stay healthy and who can keep uh, the ride alive. And you gave that undefeated Kennesaw team their best game over the course of the year. So glad to hear you're healthy. And over the course of this season, you rushed for nearly three thousand yards. Uh, led by Caleb Moore, what's made your rushing attack so potent? Uh, you know, in the last uh, last year, we put in a triple option offense um, that just it's it's all about the run to set up the pass. And uh, this year, we have a three headed monster that uh, it just has been working really well. Caleb's a great running back. Uh, you know, Ryan Lobby's a great fullback, and uh, our quarterback Kaiser, he's really you know been making some really good decisions and. And our offensive line has been just a powerhouse. So, I mean, that's just really what led us to doing what we do, and it helps us to, to run. Uh, you know, we might not have a 1,000-yard rusher or a 2,000-yard rusher, but we got three guys, um, put them together as over 2,000. So it just makes our team show that we are very versatile and that you stop one, we're gonna, um, the other one's going to uh, be the person that steps up and, and does the damage. So... Um, you can't just stop one. You're going to have to stop all three of us. And that's the uh, that's the beauty of the option game, being able to spread the ball around on the other side. As you talked about how dominant your offensive line has been, your defense uh, just the same. You take out the Kennesaw game, and right now you've you outscored your opponents over those other seven games, 59-14. to 14. Um, What's making your defense play well? Who's playing well for you on that side of the ball? Well, you know what the biggest thing is, is, is that they're just playing together. Um, you know, everybody steps up at different times. Um, we have a, a, the two big guys at the D-line that, that kind of hold it down, and then guys filter in from there. But, you know, we've faced passing teams that are secondaries had to step up and do their job. And then we've faced run teams where our defense line has had to step up and our linebackers. So uh, I, I can't really point out anybody, but they're all, like, just – working together as a, as a family Hastings, and as a team and the that's what we've been striving all this year and, and it's been working out for us coach looking at your opponent giltner four and four all four of those losses have come to playoff teams including kennesaw just last week what stands out to you about the hornets uh you know that they have a great quarterback in the hendricks and uh you know he, he moves the ball well he passes the ball well uh but everything's going to be funneled through him so i think if we can uh you know uh, have a lot of success containing him and getting some hits on him. I think uh, we have a great chance of being able to keep up with their their passing game. Um, you know, they got a, a great receiver that has almost a, I think almost a thousand yards receiving. Um, we're going to try shutting him down and you know see what we can do do from there. But uh, it's going to be a fun game. You know, they're going to be throwing it in the air and we're going to be running it on the ground. So um, we're going to see who wins that battle. Just like you said, Coach, it's a clash of styles. So what do your Eagles need to, to do to focus in on to make sure they're playing again next Wednesday? Yeah, the biggest thing is, you know, do what we do. Um, run the ball, keep control of it, uh, use that clock, use what we, we do well, uh, hit some big plays. And uh, defensively, it's just, you 
trying to keep them in front of us. You know, don't let them hit the big play. Um, understand that they're going to hit some passes underneath and uh, capitalize on any turnovers that we can cause. Um, big key for us this year, you know, I think we have almost 24, caused 24 turnovers. So um, if we can cause some turnovers and take advantage of that, uh, I think we'll, we'll do just do just fine. That's Overton head coach Paul Husenfeld. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck this evening. Hey, thank you. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. At Apple Barrel Restaurant, located inside Sap Brothers in Odessa, we have this thing some like to obsess a little about. It's called customer service and quality. And with high school sports, bands, and all the other activities we're running around taking care of, who's making dinner? Sap Brothers in Odessa says call them. They'll have the fried chicken ready to pick up and take home. Or stop in and take a break and enjoy great food. Still offering a great breakfast and lunch buffet every weekend. Make the short drive to Apple Barrel Restaurant inside Sap Brothers Travel Center off I-80 Odessa. The Breeze 94.5 as we continue along on the Mary Lanning Healthcare pregame. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Giltner won the toss, decided to defer, so Overton will take the ball, and we're going to go ahead and start with the visitors from Giltner. At nose guard, senior number 95, Trenton Thompson. Defensive end, freshman number 15, Dakin Wilson. Linebacker, senior number 37, Carter Watson. Linebacker, senior number 14, Trevor Linden. Linebacker, junior, number 22, Lance McKay. And the defensive backs, junior, number four, Brody Lyon. Sophomore, number 11, Camden Humphrey. And seniors, number 24, Dane Henrys. The Hornets are 4-4 four and four on the season. And head coach, Chip Bartos. Now for the home team and the higher seed in this one, the Overton Eagles, starting on offense. 190-pound senior, number three, Jacob Surridge. 160-pound senior, number four, Caleb Moore. 165-pound senior, number 25, Brandon Kaiser. 170-pound senior, number 42, Alex Hubbard. 170-pound junior, number 45, Ryan Lobby. 230-pound senior, number 56, Skylar Brown. 220-pound junior, number 79, Keen Martin. And 240-pound freshman, number 97, Dalton Carlson. The Eagles are 7-1 on the season and head coached by Paul Husenfeld. Play more to come up as we continue along with the Mary Laning Healthcare pregame. Also going to see how both these teams got here. Look around at who is near them in this Class D2 state playoff bracket. I get a little bit of breakdown from Trent as we continue along with the Mary Laning Healthcare pregame on the Breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. To keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. 
JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Stephen Kathy Hozier and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck. For more info about JSGK Catering, call 402-849-2244. The Breeze 94.5. Back in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth. It's powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products, Hastings, and Sutton. Trent, first round of playoffs, both of these teams coming in, can score some points. Gilder obviously likes to put it up in the air. Overton does it on the ground. Let's break down both of these teams. First, for the home team, Overton, what do you got? Yes, there were the coaches Bill. And he was playing well, dropped just one game on the season, too. Pleasanton and Selma Myrna Bertrand and Elwood. No team coming within 26 points of the Eagles. Overton is uh, ranked number four. And as we said, both of these teams are on the other side of Kennesaw. A lot more to come from the Mary Lane Healthcare pregame show here on the Breeze 94.5 and online. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor. And so I went to be a PA. And one night called her, said I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town. And Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, 
our inspiration. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. This is Eric Lichty, the branch manager of Giltner State Bank, a branch of Henderson State Bank, member FDIC. I would like to invite you to stop into our new location just off of the Giltner Spur. Come meet our friendly staff and visit with us about our products and services. We have a hometown-friendly atmosphere that will make your banking experience pleasant. We specialize in agricultural loans as well as your personal loan needs. We're an equal housing lender. Come in and see what we can do for you. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. It's time to power up and save at Mattress Direct in Hastings. While supplies last, get a Queen Beauty Rest mattress and power base for only $9.99. That's a savings of $250. Not only do you save big on a Beauty Rest mattress, you also get an adjustable base that has a built-in sleep tracker sleep monitor. Now that's getting more than you expect. Mattress Direct, next to Furniture Direct on South Burlington and Hastings, and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating, celebrating 35 years of business in Hastings and five years in downtown Kearney. Celebrating you, our terrific customers who have made us so successful. Take 35% off all in-stock suits and sport coats, 25% off all men's and ladies' clothing, an additional 20% off all clearance clothing and shoes, door prizes for a new suit, Brighton purse, and so much more. Come celebrate at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. The Breeze 94.5. Overton, Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. As we said earlier in this Mary Lanning Healthcare 
pregame. It was Giltner deferring, Overton taking the ball. Trent, what do we expect to see from the higher-seeded and hometown team here in this first round, Overton Eagles, on their first offensive possession? Overton's going to come out trying to establish the line of scrimmage. That's uh, what they've done all year. They've ran for almost 3,000 yards uh, on the ground, and they're just going to go to 3,000 yards. They're going to go to so, uh, triple option left. So the quarterback, he's taking the snap. He's just going to read, you know, make his reading give up to watch the so, uh, they're going to come out, establish some and then uh, kind of put together a good round of special And for Giltner, Coach Bartow said they want to be more physical, especially on that defensive side of the ball. What do you expect to see from them on this first defensive possession for the Hornets? They've got to find a way to just limit the big plays and try to force the all right, getting ready to tee this one up are the Hornets in there Carter, kicking his Carter blocks and throughout the games that we have had for him this season. He's done a very good job of kicking it into and through the end zone. Not a lot of uh, special teams given up, not a lot of room for players to run on the kickoff. I know that they definitely want to get Brody Lyon the ball on offense on these special teams. Overton, the way they run the ball on offense, I don't think they really care who has the ball. No, they Addison Vance is going to catch this one at his 10-yard line, lower his shoulder at the 20 and bully his way out near the 25. Decent Addison, starting position for the Eagles as they come out for their first offensive possession. Watson with kind of a coffin corner the way Vance had to run over near the sideline just to catch that ball and Overton coming out with Brandon Kaiser under center. Immediately behind him, Ryan Lobby. They will hand it off with Lobby up the middle on the option. Not a lot doing. That's going to be a gain of one as the ball game. Second down and eight. Kaiser back under center again. Motion coming. This time they're going to hand the ball off with Caleb Moore. He'll tripped up by tripped Caleb up Moore. He'll take it out to the 30 yard line. Set up a third down and Trevor about four and a half, five yards. On that third down, we see Kaiser again going up under center. This time he's going to drop back to pass, something we don't see a whole lot. He's got a lot of time now. He's going to be flushed out of the pocket to the left. Still looking downfield, throws no, this one towards the sideline, oh, yeah. almost picked off. Up by that would have been very big, very big advantage for Giltner, intended receiver downfield, Jacob Surridge. Fourth down and five coming up. Looks like they're going to run a new group out there for the punt. Yeah, he's rolling out to his near side to his left, and Dane Hendricks came over and almost jumped the route, intercepted it, but falls to the ground, and Gilbert forces a three and out. Rody Lyon waiting deep 
to get his hands on the ball. Good punt. He's going to catch it running back oh, on the 15 and then just I kick it out of bounds. It wasn't intentional kicking it out of bounds. I'll say it was out right at the 15, but as it went right through his hands and he went to try to pick it up, it went out of bounds at that 15. First kill possession coming up. What do you expect to see from the Hornets offensive line? they got to get Roby Glenn going. He's, he's their playmaker, and I know Overton's going to come through and try to uh, key on Dane Hendricks, so if Hendricks can get the ball out of his hands quick to a lion or Lyndon on the outside, um, that can set them up for success here on the first drive. Hendricks and shotgun trips to the near side, single receiver to the far side. Motion now coming right to the left. Hendricks coming to this near side. He'll throw it up over the middle, making the grab is Camden Humphrey, who runs out of bounds right at the 20, so a pick up a five on first down. Yeah, maybe it looked like some miscommunication around because Rody Lyon, one of the playmakers for the Hornets, was closest to this sideline. He had a go route. That's one of the players we're definitely going to be watching. Impact player for the Hornets. Trips again here to the near side for Hendricks. Single receiver, the far side motion coming right to left. Hendricks will take the snap, looking to this near side. Now he's going to be stuffed in the backfield. A couple different Overton players back there, but making the first stick, Ryan Lobby. And the Hornets are going to be back right there on 10. Third down and a very long 15. Yeah, 10 and there was nowhere for Dane Hendricks to go. He, he couldn't escape the pocket or anything. Just a really big play by Overton there to bring down 15. Gilder playing without their starting center, who was lost before last week. Consbrook Hendricks takes the snap in shotgun. Uh -oh. Got a lot of time, puts this one up towards the sideline, and it's going to sail over the head on that far side of Lance McKay. And now the Hornets are going to have a fourth down themselves. Yeah. McKay on the sideline. Alex Hubbard for Overton. Overhead good coverage. <laughs> And there was really nowhere for Dean Hendricks to go hey, except for uh, over the head of his Lance McKay there. So I was reading it off there. Two out on offense, three down, and he's going to do the same thing. Carter Watson standing on his own goal line. He'll get this punt away. It's high, and it's towards the sideline, and that's going to go out of bounds. Looks like that actually went out of bounds in front of the 30. We'll see where the officials say this one's down, but the Eagles are going to have fantastic field possession at the 29-yard line of Giltner for their second offensive possession. They want to get out of the gates better for the first down. Uh, they only got a two-yard game last time, so they're going to come out and try to get that second short. They try to pass on third down earlier, but if they're going to have success, they're going to have wrong ball. Kaiser under center, motion coming around. They're going to have this one right up the middle. With Lobby, right, well, just like the first time he carried the ball, that one went for two yards. We're going to give him three on this one, second down and seven. Yeah, it's only going for two or three yards, but you can't necessarily go away from it. Um, you hit that three, four, five times, and those little chunk yards of two, three start to turn into uh, five or six if, if you're successful lining up and, and uh, really improving the line And in this mirror, it's Kaiser under center, Lobby behind him, and the motion man. Going across is Caleb Moore. This time they are going to hand it off to Moore on the right side. He's going to run right through the line of scrimmage. And he got brought down right at the goal line. Touchdown saves the tackle by Rody Lyon. The playmaker for the Hornets. The Eagles are rolling and threatening. Yeah, 26-yard game. That'll be first and goal from the Eagles from the one-yard line. And he was the lead block. That's all happening. 
really just because that's the direction he did. Gilman did a nice job of not giving up on the play, but Overton gets a first goal here from the, from the two yard line. Kaiser under center, Moore coming in motion, and they'll hand it off to him again. Paul He's untouched for the first points of these playoffs here for the Overton Eagles, who jump out to a 6 0 lead under nine minutes to go in the first quarter. Two-point conversion coming here. More lined up on the left side in that wing position. Now we're going to see Lobby go in motion out to the left. He's hit in the backfield falling forward. He's not going to get in. So 8.57 to go here in the first quarter. It's Overton 6, Gildner nothing on the breeze. 94.5 and online at FlyRiverPreps.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Welcome back into Overton, where the hometown Eagles have a 6-0 lead here early in the first quarter. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockenbay. We're going to see the first kickoff now for the Eagles. Back there, Keith Martin trying to get his foot into it. We know Rody Lyon waiting to get his hands on it. Also back there, Camden Humphrey, the duo, waiting to catch this kickoff. And now we've got the whistle, so we're going to see... Martin get his foot into it. Nice deep kick. This one's going to go right to Lyon, who catches it on his own five, following blockers over to the left side, runs to the sideline. Now he's going to dance back in. He's got a lot of room on this near sideline. He's past the 20, past the 30. He's got the wheels. Are they going to catch him? He's at the 30, at the 20, 10, and he's into the end zone. And after that quick touchdown for Overton, Giltner strikes back with Rody Lyon going 75 yards. Wow, that was exactly what Gilbert needed. That was a playmaker. He just caught over 900 receiving yards on the year, and you see why he's able to do that because he just got to open space. He up the far sideline and just come back over the 20 yard line, and, and Overton just didn't have the angle to catch him. Just pure speed there on that kickoff return. Extra point upcoming for Giltner, but that's exactly what they want on every possible uh, play, whether it's special teams, offense, even on defense. They want Lyon to get the ball in his hands. Extra point now. We're going to see running out to this left side is Will Fosnock, and they're going to say he didn't get in. So just a few minutes, a few seconds, Trevor Overton scores. Rody Lyon with Gildner on the board. 8.43 to go in the first quarter. It's all tied at six. Overton and Gildner on the breeze. 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Overton Sand and Gravel is a proud supporter of this broadcast and all area high school teams in and out of the game this year. Call Overton Sand and Gravel for when you need it rocked. Overton Sand and Gravel is the only name you need to remember. They carry everything from crushed concrete to river rock, decorative rocks, and gravel for driveways. There's no job too big or small for Overton Sand and Gravel. Commercial or residential, concrete, and other rock. Overton Sand and Gravel, serving Overton and surrounding areas. 
Breeze 94.5. Now waiting to see Carter Watson get another kick. Yeah, as he put this last one down. Coffin cornered it very, very well. Not a lot of room for Overton, although they did jump out to a quick, quick lead, thanks in part to the, the Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into Overton. We apologize for the technical difficulties. What you've missed so far is an Overton punt and then a Kittner turnover on down on their own 20 right now. Overton has the ball down and 16 from their own from Giltner's 29-yard line, so a possibility of back-to-back turnover on downs for both teams. 2.18 to go in the first quarter. Still tied up at six here. Again, we apologize for those technical difficulties. We're going to make sure we can get you to the rest of this ballgame. We've got shotgun now for Kaiser. Trips to bunch to the right side. Going back to pass. Plenty of time all day to throw the ball. Now he's going to decide to run out past the line of scrimmage. Not a lot of room, though. He's going to get right up by the 20. Takes a shot, stays in bounds, and he'll get up shy of the 15. But that's going to be a turnover on downs. Giltner taking over on offense. Yeah, long ways to go there. It was uh, fourth and 16 there. and He got about 10 yards out of the play, but uh, just not able to uh, pick up that first down. But, you know, where they're at, the field position defensively for Overton, not a big deal. Giltner takes over on the 17-yard line. Um, they haven't been able to move the ball very much. They've got less than – they've only got five yards of total offense, but still able to get the score 6-6. Hendricks trips to the near to the far side. He's going to roll out and just throws this one away. Incomplete pass on first down. Hendricks, just like last week against Kennesaw, not a lot of time in that backfield. Yeah, not a lot of time, and he didn't like – he didn't like anything he saw downfield, so he kind of threw it in the dirt in the area of his receiver uh, try to get to the next down there. Uh, Giltner's got to find a way to get Rody Lyon going in space. You saw what he could do on the kickoff return. Uh, it took it back 77 yards. Um, whether it's an end around or a quick jailbreak screen or, you know, going down the field like we saw last week, uh, just find a way to get him involved a little bit more. Trips to the far side, Fosnock all alone on this side. Rody Lyon going in motion. He slips in the backfield. They go to do a motion or go to do an option. Oh. Hendricks realizes that there's nobody over there and just throws this one over the over the head of Lyon. It looked like Lyon came into the backfield. They were going to run an option to that far side. And because Lyon fell, Hendrick, very smart, looked before he pitched the ball instead of blindly throwing it out there. Otherwise, that would have been a scoop and score for Overton. Yeah, that was that was really heads up by Hendricks. They just wanted to run a, a load option there to that far side and he fell down and Hendricks went to pitch and there was nobody there. Good thing he held on to the ball and then they turned it into a pass play. I uh, didn't see any linemen downfield so great job of of uh, picking up you know just they didn't pick anything up there but they didn't lose anything which was key there. Third down and 10. Hendricks with everyone on that far side. Now he's going to throw it over the middle. Incomplete just behind Trevor Linden. Yeah he just doesn't have time to set his feet and throw. Uh, Giltner's got to find a way to to at least pick up a blocker. Overton's got free runners coming in almost every play, and there's just no way for Hendricks to go. And they're going to bring the punt team out and try to flip the field position here. Now the last punt that we saw from Carter Watson, he was on his own goal line, and it went out just in front of the 30. So now he's standing at his own six. So we're going to see how far this one goes. Blocked. It's blocked. Key Martin dives on it at the five-yard line. He ran right up the middle, blocked the punt. Overton threatening inside the five. Key Martin with a big special teams play. Uh, 
and the crowd kind of erupts here. That's a huge play. Keen Martin comes through, gets a block, and he was trying his hardest to get over there to get the scoop and score, but uh, the ball rolled out of bounds. But it puts Overton in great field position. They're going to take over on Giltner's four-yard line, and I think they're just going to pound it up the middle here with a dive or an ISO and, and uh, take an early lead here in this first quarter. Kaiser going back under center. Motion coming around with Moore. They're going to hand it off with Moore to that far side, running through a couple defenders, and the pile continues to move in. They're going to say he's in for one play after the blocked punt. Running in for another touchdown is Caleb Moore. Yeah, they ran Moore. Off, uh, started him out as a wing back and brought him around in motion and just gave the ball to him on the uh, on the offside tackle there and he just kept his legs at turning and and um, looked like maybe he's going to be stopped short but he kept the legs going was able to power through and Overton takes a 12-6 lead um, late in the first quarter here they're going to go for two try to make it an eight point game extra point upcoming they were unsuccessful on their first go around. Now we're going to see Lobby go out in motion. Kaiser pumps to the right, going to try to run up the middle himself, diving for that goal line. Ball pops out at the end, but they're going to say he was in. So, eight points to extend the lead. Overton, after blocking the punt with Keen Martin, has a 14-6 lead over Giltner. A minute 41 to go in the first quarter here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. The Breeze 94.5. We'd like to thank our uh, presenting sponsors, for these playoffs, including Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weges and Todd Travis, your pioneer seed dealer in Overton, late in the first quarter, where the Eagles just jumped out to a 14-6 lead following the Keen Martin blocked punt. He recovered it at the Giltner 4, or it, it had almost run out of bounds at the Giltner 4 anyway, but he ran right up the middle on that one. Yeah, and that's kind of what we've been seeing on Giltner's offensive plays, where uh, the offensive line just isn't picking anybody up, so if I'm Giltner here, first play I'm running is a you know, kind of a jailbreak screen because everybody's coming anyways. You might as well get the ball out of your hands quick and, and let a playmaker play, make a play down the field. And what do you know? He blocks a punt, recovers it, sets up the touchdown, and now Keen Martin gets his foot into this one. They will kick it away from Lyon. Going to make the grab over there. looks like Deacon Wilson on this near sideline. He's going to take it out to about the 16-yard line. Picked it up running towards the sideline. It probably would have gone into the end zone or gone out inside the five, but uh, tried to return it first and 10 now from their own 16. Yeah, maybe trying to take advantage of Overton's coverage team there. But, uh, yeah, if he would have let that go, probably goes out of bounds maybe for a penalty or a touchback. But we saw what Rody Lyon did on the other, on the first kickoff return. So Overton was smart there to kick away from him. You don't want to make the same mistake twice. Eagles definitely don't want Lyon to get the, his hands on the ball at all. And he's on this near side. The wide guy twins both ways. Henrik's going to roll to that far side. Chase out of the pocket. Now he's running back to this near side. Flips it downfield. Incomplete. Trevor Linden was in the vicinity. But I'm not sure Henrik's even meant for that pass to be complete. Yeah, they've got to get... So there's no time for him to throw. They've got to get something over the middle or out in the flat real fast because he's he's taking it. They tried to roll him out to the far side there, but there's just Overton Eagles flying through there, and he's just got nowhere to go, and he's got nowhere. He doesn't have time to go through 
um, passes first progression. Uh, they got to get something going over the middle, something quick. Hendricks hasn't completed the pass in a while. He's got trips to the far side, and he is going to throw to that far side, but incomplete. Just a little bit out of the reach, looking over there for Cole. For Lance McKay was in the vicinity uh, with those trips over there trying to get someone underneath, but just a little too hot going through there. Boy, I think he had All-State candidate Roding Lyon there wide open on a drag route, but he uh, elected to go to Lance McKay there, and it was just a little bit off target. And that's just a, you know, that's just a, a part of Overton coming through and getting pressure because Lyon hasn't, or Hendricks hasn't been able to set his feet and make a good throw yet. Third down and 10 again. Twins both side. Three linemen will rush for Overton. Ball going towards the sideline. That far side on it. It's going to be grabbed. Trevor Linden making the sliding catch to move the sticks. Yeah, and that one was towards the sideline. And Linden, we saw him last week versus Kennesaw make some really tough catches. He's got really good hands. He's a he's a thick, stocky kid, but he's got some speed and he's got, he's got good hands. And Giltner now finally gets a first down and can continue this drive. First down quickly to the line. Hendricks is going to throw into this flat to Rody Lyon, but he's bottled up in the backfield, running in, making that grab. Braden Kaiser, nowhere to go for Lyon. Yeah, Kaiser came up and did a really nice job there of just blowing the play up. If you throw a throw something to the flats there, you've you've got to have the blocking hold up, and it just didn't there. So Kaiser did a nice job on on his blocker there to disrupt that play. Kaiser one-on-one with Lyon this time. Four rushing for the Eagles. Hendricks throws this one downfield. It's going to be caught on the drag route coming across again. Trevor Linden making the grab. Now they're in business. Inside the 30, going to be down at the 29. They're moving the sticks again, and they will hurry up to this line once they get moving. 40 seconds to go in the first quarter. Yeah, they got something going here, so they don't want to let off the pedal. They got Linden on a couple uh, crossing routes there and on this drive, and and uh, they're going to keep going. They're going to go fast now. If they're having success, they're going to go quick. Twins, both sides again. Only three rushing for Overton. This ball going over the top, wide open, and going to walk into the end zone for Giltner. That's Lance McKay, who's got a couple grabs, and now he goes in for six from 29 yards out. We've seen this all year from Giltner. Giltner is just quick strike. Um, they're either feast or famine. They'll, they'll the breeze. They'll go... Sometimes they'll go three and out in about 30 seconds, and other times they'll score 80, you know, they'll go 60 yards in about 30 seconds. So um, a little bit more of that there on that touchdown pass to McKay. He was wide open, and, you know, they were focusing on Linden and Lyon there, and McKay, he's he's an athlete, got out in space, able to make the touchdown. That same formation now, motion coming left to right. Henrik's rolling to this near side. He's got a chance to run in. He'll just throw it up into the end zone, no one around. So with 31 seconds, wow, they scored in a minute 10. The Giltner Hornets bring this game to a 14-12 Overton lead here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brady, celebrating 35 years of business in Hastings and five years in downtown Kearney. Celebrating you, our terrific customers who have made us so successful. Take 35% off all in-stock suits and sport coats, 25% off all men's and ladies' clothing, an additional 20% off all clearance clothing and shoes, door prizes for a new suit, Brighton purse, and so much more. Come celebrate at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to Overton. It's only a two-point game as the Eagles lead the Hornets 14-12. to 
that last possession for Gilner, they've been quick strike. Their only points have come on a 75-yard roadie line kickoff return. And then in a minute 10, after a four-yard Caleb Moore touchdown for Overton, a minute 10 later, he was a 29-yard Lance McKay touchdown reception from Dane Hendricks. And they were clear back at their own 16. In a minute 10, they moved all the way down the field. Yeah, special teams are big in these games because both offenses both have just 60 yards of offense. And the score is 14 to 12. Carter Hendricks kicks this one off. Dave Addison Vance catches it on his two-yard line. He's going to be touched until he gets to the 25, but he'll be tripped up right there, and he'll be brought down. We're going to call it the 27-yard line, so very good return for Vance. Yeah, he was just a, maybe one block from going the distance there, but um, Giltner able to make the stop there, so... Nice job by him. That was some bands on the return. And Overton's going to come out. They've had some success running uh, that wing back in motion and running a nice off the tackle. Uh, see if they do a little bit more of that on this possession. Kaiser under center again. And, yep, they're going to go ahead and run more to that far side. But they will hand it off with Lobby up the middle, dragging a couple defenders. Ball popped out. And they're going to say Giltner has it. Right after getting the points on a minute 10 series, they've got the ball back in and threatening at the 27-yard line. So Giltner, immediately after scoring, comes right back with a defensive turnover. Yeah, as an underdog, that's what you got to do. You got to force turnovers, and you got to win the you got to win the field position game. And and Giltner sometimes. Sometimes when a ball carrier tries to get those extra yards, he gets held up and the, the ball gets out away from his body and, and uh, defense can force a turnover. That's exactly what happened there. 18 seconds to go in the first quarter. Pressure coming. Hendricks just lobs this one up into the end zone and it's going to be caught. And where he slid, they're going to say he's in. Trevor Linden, one play after the turnover. 27-yard touchdown reception. Two touchdowns in about 19 seconds for Giltner. We've talked about how fast they can score, but, I mean, that's just incredible. Hendricks just threw it up, and it dropped in a bucket, and Linden was able to run under it and make the catch, sliding in the end zone. Um, Gilner's got some real momentum here, but this two-point conversion is huge because they've got three touchdowns to Overton's two, but they're only up four points right now. Now with this extra point, Twins of this near side, Linden in the backfield. Hitch to Linden, who's going to throw it up into the end zone himself. Ball is grabbed on the sideline. They're going to say he's in. Camden Humphrey getting it in for two. So the two-point conversion good for the Hornets, who score twice in 19 seconds, 12 seconds to go in the first quarter. It's the Hornets 20, the Eagles of Overton 14, here on the breeze, 94.5, and online at platriverpreps.com. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. The Breeze 94.5. Trent, we've said it before. A lot of times the records don't matter. We had that with a Hastings-Beatrice overtime game a few weeks ago. We've had a number of other shootouts, and right now through the first quarter, it's a shootout. Four and four, Giltner leads seven and one, Overton. Overton has dominated their opponents all season other than Kennesaw, which was their only loss on the season. Right now, Giltner the 13 seed, Overton the four seed. Um, we're only in the first quarter. Obviously, a lot can happen as we hear the train tracks uh, and the train going by right now, but Overton 
just got hit in the mouth in the last about minute of this ball game. Yeah, so they got to find a way to uh, get their mind together and uh, forget about the turnover and forget about the big plays they've been given up. Uh, come out and Overton, they rely on the ground game. They got to come out and establish a line of scrimmage. Carter Watson blasts this one into the end zone. So one play is all it took for the fumble, um, and then the Hornets striking one play after that. It, there's been so much momentum change. Um, Overton blocked a punt, then scored one play later. Overton scored a minute after that, forced a fumble on the first play, scored one play later. Still 12 seconds to go in this first quarter, but we got a ball game. Yeah, a lot of excitement and. And it's just a lot of fireworks back and forth. And you just love um, NSAA playoff football. Just great games all over. Kaiser hands it off to the left side with Moore. Not a lot doing there. He's going to pick up two, maybe three, but that's going to be the last play of the first quarter. So through one, it's Giltner 20, Overton 14 here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. The Breeze 94.5. Want to let you know the internet streaming of high school games on Platte River Radio's group of stations and on PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. We've got an upset brewing right now. Still a lot to go, but the number 13 seed, Giltner, 4-4 four and four on the season, leads the number 4 seed in the West, Overton, who was 7-1 on the season, 20-14. to 14. And right now we know that, uh, as we talked about in the pregame, there's a lot that Giltner can do if they are able to move the ball, and they were allowed to move the ball over about that last minute and a half, scoring on a 64-yard drive, as well as scoring one play after the turnover. Overton with second down and seven upcoming as we get ready to start the second quarter. Obviously, the teams have flipped. Following along on your radio dial, as we like to say, Overton moving left to right. Motion going to the far side, and they're going to hand it off with more to that far side. He's past, he's past the secondary, but he's going to be run down at the 36-yard line. Hanging on to that jersey was the only way that you were going to stop Moore from going the distance, and that's exactly what Rody Lyon did. And that's exactly what Overton needed is to come out and uh, get a big play right off the bat. I uh, was able to just you know run that little um, iso play and, and get you know get upfield big play there and Overton's got to keep doing that if they want to um, you know compete in this ball game Kaiser again going under center Moore going motion to that far side they'll hand it to him over there running to the left bounces off one tackler and they're going to be brought down after a pickup of six on the play he's he's compact he's 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 a thick kid and his legs just keep turning and he's really tough to bring down and they just, they're just they just going to keep pounding all night. Um, they're going to just try to get chunks, chunks, five, six yards, five, six yards and then all of a sudden he's going to break he's going to break loose and get downfield. They're just going to keep pounding the rock with, with Moore and, and uh, Lobby. Thanks to our presenting sponsors like Mary Landing Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration Motion going to that far side and now they're going to pull it down and come back to the near side with Moore. Not a lot doing gets back to the line of scrimmage. That's the first time they pulled it uh, with a quarterback there and ran out to the outside and then actually Kaiser pitched it out to Moore there on the option and Dane Hendricks and 
Camden Humphrey did a nice job of, of setting the edge and really stringing out that option, and Overton had nowhere to go there. Third down and four for the Eagles. Lobby in the backfield is the only running back. Moore on this wing back on the near side. Kaiser going back under center. Everyone in tight. No one out wide. Moore going in motion to that far side. That was going to line up as the halfback. I formation, and they'll hand it off to Moore to the far side, but nothing doing great push by the Hornets. As a matter of fact, they're going to lose about half a yard on the play. Fourth down upcoming for Overton. Trevor Linden just came through from his linebacker position and just blew the play up. He absolutely just destroyed the fullback there, and it just it just disrupted everything Overton was trying to do. Nice play by him coming from his linebacker spot. He and Thompson there, they're playing really good in there. Um, they're going to force a punt from Overton and have a real opportunity here um, to get some momentum. This would be a time where you're at midfield, possibly a fake, but not sure we're going to see that right now in this ball game. Kaiser back to punt this one away, but as we said before the game, as we said before the game, Overton does run the ball 87%, and there's a delay of game, so they're going to back up even more. Definitely, if we were thinking about a uh, possible fake punt, that's not what we're going to have here, but um, almost 9 out of 10 times, Overton does run the ball, so we've seen Trevor Linden and a number of other guys for Giltner really key in on this run game. Fourth down and nine, Kaiser standing back at his own 25, ready to punt this one away. Rody Lyon downfield now inside his own 15. Yeah, now they're going to send Lyon back before the penalty. They were just going to play it safe. Very high punt. This one's going to bounce at the 20, take an Overton roll, and will be down at the 15-yard line. Giltner, who has scored and moved the ball at will on their last couple possessions, coming out with a six-point lead. 9-12 to go in the second quarter. Yeah, Dane Hendricks, he's already 8 for 13, 94 yards passing. He's hit on, hit on his last five throws. He's getting a little bit – he's getting comfortable in the pocket. He's, he's not afraid to throw. We saw maybe some early jitters where – um, he just wasn't himself. He was throwing just a, a tad off where his receivers couldn't make the plays, and now he's putting the ball in the area where he's, he's got athletes all over. They're going out. They're making plays for him. Hit on the last five before that. Five straight incompletions. So you know that this is one of those, as you say in basketball, shooter shoot. Well, Hendricks is a shooter, and he's going to get it out to all of these skill players. Twins, both sides. Motion now coming left to right. They're, they are going to hand it off. Going to that far side with Trevor Linden, who gets to the corner, picks up a good gain. Uh, flag comes in, though. It looks like a gain of six, but we're going to see where that flag came in, if that's going to back him up. Yeah, where they throw that, it's usually a holding call. Um, yeah, Gilmer was content with letting Overton just run through and, and trying to use their speed to just outrun the defensive lineman for Overton and get to the sign there. But, yeah, they're going to home for holding and back him up 10 yards. That's one of the first really successful runs that we've seen Giltner do because they move the ball at will through the air towards the end of that first quarter. Obviously taking a minute 10 off the clock was all it took to to score, uh, bring themselves within two, and then after the turnover, uh, it only took just a, a couple seconds because it was only one play where they threw over the top and Trevor Linden put points on the board as it stands, though. Second down and 13 from their own 13-yard line. Hendricks with twins both sides, low snap, but he does fine. Going to be chased out of the pocket, and he's wrapped up by everyone in the backfield. All kinds of eagles back there. Ryan Lobby included, but that was uh, nowhere to go for Hendricks. He was hit as he just got back to three or five, three or five steps back there. There was nowhere for him to go. Yeah, they sent four there. There's only three blockers. And and I think there's a little miscommunication up front. They got a new center, um, Cole Consworth. He's out for the year, but 
uh, Trent Thompson stepped in, and, and now they're going to run with four linemen. But, yeah, they just didn't, weren't able to block anybody. It's not because of ability, just miscommunication on the play. Slips to the near side. Hendricks rolls to the far side, just flips this one up downfield. It's going to be caught. Wow, how did he make that catch downfield? Lance McKay running across the field. He was running all alone with Rody Lyon against the safety for Overton. He went to the far side with all the receivers on the near side. He just threw it up for grabs. Lance McKay making the grab. And now Giltner in business moving downfield at their own 34-yard line. Yeah, that was just playground ball. He was just running for his life and just threw it up and and hope somebody would come down with it. And Lance McKay made a made a big boy catch there. Trips to the near side, single receiver to the far side. Now they're just going to throw it out in the flats with Linden, who's just going to fall forward. Not a lot doing there, but with those short, quick plays close to the line of scrimmage, that's going to keep Overton honest with some of those deep passes. Yeah, that's that's kind of what Giltner does for the running game. They try to throw it out to the flats, and the other thing they do, they try to run uh, jet motion and get people to the outside. They're not they're not big fans of running up the middle, so they're going to try to uh, get the ball out of their hands quick and uh, hope they can just you know make somebody miss in the open field and, and uh, make a play there. And they were able to get about two yards there on that bubble screen. Coach Bartos has told us all season that he they pass to set up the run, but a lot of their deep passes are set up by those screen plays and throws out in the flats as it stands. Trips to the near side, Linden coming in motion over here. Now it's going to be a speed option to the, uh, to the far side. Hendricks is going to keep it and run past the sticks for a first down and be brought down inside the 35 of Overton. So we see Hendricks, his first chance to run out of the backfield with a little success instead of running for his life, and they pick up a nice first down. That play was nicely set up by the bubble screen earlier because Overton was so focused on the sidelines and the flats that uh, – they ran Linden in motion there and uh, faked the pitch out to the outside, and then it just opened up the middle for Dane Hendricks, and he got about 10 yards for the first down. On 12:30 KHAS, it's Kennesaw leading Twin Loop 30 to six in the second quarter. Hendricks takes the snap, and now he's going to follow blockers to the far side. A bunch of eagles in the backfield. He's barely going to get back to that line of scrimmage. Maybe a loss of one, but that time, as as we talked about, Gildner doesn't run the ball a whole lot. So when you do it on back-to-back plays, taking a big risk. Yeah, and Overton. They're strong up front, so they did a nice job of uh, getting through. Uh, Giltner's blocking there and really disrupting the play. Anything up the middle, it's really not going to be there unless it's totally spread out. And we see Rody Lyon come off the, to the sideline. We'll see what's going on there. And uh, see if they can get Linden going downfield because when they scored their last position, he was really uh, key on that. Trips to the near side for Hendricks on second down and 10. He's going to be chased out of the pocket. Now he just flips this one forward as he stayed behind the line of scrimmage. Linden made the catch at the 25-yard line. Now he's going to run forward all the way inside the 15-yard line. Flag comes in right at the end of the play. Hard to see what happened there. Usually at the end of a play like that, it's a face mask, you know, where he threw the flag. Um, we'll have to wait to see what he did. But Linden's just a, doing a great job of just finding open areas when... Yes. And Hendricks is running for his life. And that's going to go against Giltner, a holding where they back this one up. Still going to be a first down, but it's going to be at the 24-yard line. Yeah, and that's going to help because uh, you get to start over with fresh downs for Giltner. Still a nice play. And uh, where the spot was at the holding, it didn't hurt him that bad. You know, just a 10-yard play, but it was actually about a 20-yard gain there on the play. So, as it stands, first down and 10 from the 24-yard line. Hendricks with twins both sides. Three rushers for the, for the Eagles. Hendricks going to step up in the pocket and throw it over to this near side. Almost picked off. little miscommunication trying to hook up with Linden again on the near side. Yep, that's exactly what it was. Linden sat down in that just that little pocket, 
and I was, was waiting for the ball, and, and uh, Hendricks was expecting him to break on his route, but he just sat down and, and was waiting for the ball. Uh, they, they're using Lodi Lyon kind of as a decoy right now. Overton is really keying on him, so um, you're going to see like guys you're going to see guys like Lance McKay and Trevor Linden really involved in the offense. Four down linemen now for the Hornets. Twins to the near side. Rody Lyon all alone on that far side. Hendricks looking at Lyon. K-L-I-Q. Now he's going to be chased out of the pocket Hastings. to this near side. Throwing it up towards the end zone to Lyon. Picked off. Almost picked off. Almost picked off by Braden Kaiser, but broken up by Rody Lyon in that end zone to keep the possession for the Hornets. Yeah, nice play by Kaiser to come over. And, and we all in the press box here thought for sure he had picked it off, but uh, wasn't able to bring it in. Still a nice play by him. Um, yeah. When he, we got our first freezing forward in Chevrolet timeout. If you're smiling while you're driving, freezing is the reason with the freezing Chevrolet and Sutton and freezing forward in Aurora. Freezing is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again. Check them out online at freezingchevy.com and freezingford.com. 537 to go in the half. Giltner leads Overton 20 to 14 here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpratz.com. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun, Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton says come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Chevrolet Sutton is greeting more and more folks by their name. And that's why they say if you're smiling when you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton. Breeze 94.5. Coming out of the freezing forward and Chevrolet timeout. Go ahead and finish your thought there, Trent. Well, it was about a minute ago, so I really can't remember what I was saying. <laughs> uh, when Dane Hendricks is, is running for his life and kind of just chucking the ball up in the air, uh, you're going to run into some times where uh, you might throw an interception here and there, but like you said, shoot or shoot. Hendricks trips to the near side. All kinds of pressure in the backfield. He's hit a couple times now. He spins out of one, running past the line of scrimmage, and it's going to be a fourth down and about eight yards for the Hornets down at the 23-yard line of Overton. And you'll definitely see Giltner go for it here. Um, way, they're out of field goal range, and obviously you're not going to punt um, on the opponent's 23-yard line. So we haven't seen Rudy Line in a while. He's got... He's got two catches for two yards, just a little plays out to the flat. And where we've seen him have success is going downfield and making big plays. He's a, he's really good at those 50-50 balls. See if they throw one up for him. Twins to the near side. Rody Lyon, single receiver to the far side. Four down lineman for the Hornets. Hendricks takes the snap and shotgun. A bunch of time in the backfield. He will throw it over to Rody Lyon. Makes a catch at the 10-yard line and drug out of bounds on that far side. Moving the sticks. As you just said, Trent, they haven't found Lyon in a while, but they go right to him to pick up the first down. And I'm sure Overton's watching enough film where they've seen him just go on those go routes. So... The defensive back there was expecting him to go all the way to the end zone, but he broke and ran a deep out route there and, and picked up 12 yards plenty for the first down there. First down and goal now from the nine. Giltner going back to just the three down lineman. Trips to the near side. Single receiver to the far side. Nope, now they're going to go ahead and bring in Lance McKay on this left end. Hendricks running to this near side, flips it up to Lyon, who makes a catch of the six and diving towards the end zone. They're going to say he went out of bounds at the two-yard line, making a great job of shoving him out of bounds was Addison Vance. Yeah, good effort there by Vance to shove him out of bounds. Maybe it looked like Lyon had gotten to the pylon, but he stepped out early. A six-yard gain there, and, 
and they're what they did there what they haven't been doing is they brought in that they brought Lance McKay in as that extra blocker and it gave Dane Hendricks a little more time to for Rody Lyon to just kind of make his breaks and and give Dane Hendricks plenty of time to set his feet and make a good throw. Second down and two. Well, second down and goal from the two-yard line. Hendricks in shotgun with Linden and Lyon flanking him to the right and left. Now we're going to get a flag come in. We're going to see what this one is. And it's going to be delay of game. So on second and goal from the two, now it's going to be second and goal from the seven. Yeah. And where Giltner's not really a power running team, that's not going to hurt them very bad. Um, that's going to give them more space to work in the end zone there. So, you know, you can find Brody Lyon, or I would look for Trevor Linden here. And also when they bring Lance McKay in as that extra blocker, he hasn't been covered, so he's been tackle eligible every time. Everyone in tight still with Lyon and Linden in the backfield for Hendricks. And now he's going to go ahead and throw this one out to the flats. It's still going to be short of the goal line, making the grab on that far side. Dakin Wilson to move the to get the sticks down. Third down and goal from looks like they're inside the two, close to the one. Yeah, about right where they were, maybe gained a yard. So um, third and one here. Very quick play running to that far side is going to be Dane Hendricks, and he's going to be blown up in the backfield. Kaiser flying in. Fourth down and goal from the four from the three-yard line. Yeah, Kaiser just came through and blew that up. They just wanted the quarterback power off the edge there, and, and Kaiser wanted – he had nothing to do with it there. He wanted – you know, he's trying as hard as there to keep him out of the end zone. That's exactly what he did. Nice play by him. We're going to get another freezing Ford and Chevrolet timeout. This one from Giltner. 3.48 to go in the half. It's Giltner leading Overton 20-14. Fourth down and goal upcoming here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Breeze 94.5. 3.48 to go here in the first half. 20-14 to 14 lead for Giltner as the underdogs here in Overton. On this fourth down and goal, what are you expecting to see, Trent? Yeah, if you could run a, um, a legal pick play here, rub route somewhere to get. Um, Linden's got really good hands. You could find him across the middle. Or you've got your all-state candidate, Rody Lyon, on the outside as well. Uh, they're going to be on opposite sides, so maybe look for some crossing routes here. And now we're going to go ahead and get another freeze and forward and Chevrolet timeout. This one from Overton. So still 3.48 to go in the first half. Let's take a look at a couple scores from around the area while we have you here. All these scores can be found at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Jeff and the gang getting all of the scores up there from across the state, not just in central Nebraska, as we have done throughout the entire year. And don't forget the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show coming up on Power 99 and 1230 KHAS. Brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show every Friday night and Thursday night and throughout the first couple rounds here in the playoffs. Um, over in, as we are in D2 here, 20-14, to 14, Giltner leading Overton. A couple of finals, though. It was number three, Clearwater Orchard over Brady, 54-20. to 20. And Lawrence Nelson, the 11 seed, defeating Juanita Palisade, 38-8 to 8 in D1. Hemingford over Arapahoe in Nebraska Christian over Ainsworth. Also on Power 99, it's the fourth quarter where Arcadia Loop City 
the five leads number 12, Elm Creek, 22 to 12. Also on ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460, Amherst leads Sutherland. Fourth and goal, Henriks and shotgun, twins to the near side. Looking over to that far side, it's Rody Lyon, and it's just too tall. Turnover on downs inside the five. Both teams exchange timeouts, and Overton gets the win on the goal line. Yep, a 50-50 ball up to Rody Lyon, but just too deep and too tall for him, and Overton makes the stand, and that was really key for them because with 3.45 left in the second quarter, if Giltner would have converted there on fourth down for the touchdown, um, the way Overton runs their offense, it would have it would have created a, a really uphill battle for them. Now, as it stands, 77 yards to go for the Eagles. Kaiser coming under center. Motion with Moore, and they are going to hand it off with Moore to this near side, following Lobby right up the right side, right off tackle, and he'll bring it out to the six-yard line. Yeah, a couple yards there, and that's uh, what we're seeing from him. He is averaging uh, five and a half yards a carry. He's got... Uh, 11, 11 touches for 61 yards already, and he's got that big 26-yard run there in the first quarter. Uh, but they've been bottling up here lately in this uh, second quarter now. Uh, Gillen are doing a nice job running a four-man front versus this Overton triple option offense. More on that far wing. And now we're going to see Lobby going to the motion to that far side. They will pitch it to him, but he's tripped up in the backfield. Great sliding tackle flying in there. Looked like Dakin Wilson on the tackle. Yeah, Giltner is really winning the line of scrimmage right now, at least when Overton has the ball. Um, Excuse me, that was Trevor Linden flying in there. Yeah, Dakin, uh, yeah, Dakin Wilson and Trent Thompson are, are really doing a nice job of just um, knocking Overton off of their blocks and allowing those linebackers to run free. Motion coming to the near side with Moore. They'll hand it off to him again following Lobby tripped up as he jumps over a guy really close to the sticks. I think that is going to be a first down. He got about to that 15, and yet they are going to move the sticks. A lot of time coming off this clock. They've already run off a minute, two and a half to go in the first half. They don't move the ball very quickly. No, and uh, I'm sure they have a two-minute offense if they need it, but right now they're content with just huddling up and and just trying to get um, chunk plays of five and six. Caleb Moore did a really nice job there of, of the extra effort to jump and get that first down. First and 10 from their own 15. Going to run a play action bootleg to the far side with Kaiser, who runs over a defender. He's going to pick up a good six, seven yards on the play. He got to that far side. It looked like he maybe was going to be shoved out of bounds. Instead, he dropped the shoulder. Good gain. Two minutes to go here in the half now. Yeah, Kaiser just hit the truck stick button there and lowered his shoulder and able to get a real physical six, seven yards on that play. Yeah, just the, they picked that ice to the right side and ran the naked bootleg to the far side. Uh, nice play by them. Second down at the 21. Kaiser again under center. This time they're going to hand it off with Lobby going up the middle. He's dragging a couple defenders forward, brought down right at the 25-yard line. They're going to stop this clock because that's another first down as they move forward. They've already run off a couple minutes. They do look very content to just move slowly down the field right now. They're probably going to start picking it up. Uh, but Giltner does have the ball coming out in the second half. And where you are on the field, you don't want to... Um, leave a lot of time on the clock for Giltner if they get the ball back because we see how fast they can score. So Overton's kind of in a place where they're going to have to start picking it up now as they get to the midline. Kaiser in shotgun. He's going to follow a student body to this right side. Now he's going to run past the sticks, and he's down and drug out of bounds at the 29-yard line. There is laundry on the field, though. Laundry on the field back just outside the 30, and this looks like this is going to negate a 20-yard run, and it is. It's a holding, going to move them back. That's exactly what 
what the Eagles needed late in this first half to put points on the board going into the half, uh, but that's going to all come right back. Yeah, that's going to turn a 25-yard run into a two-yard loss on the play based on the spot. So you got first and about 11 or 12, but we've that was only a second carry by Braden Kaiser there. And he was able to get up the field, and he was almost gone. Almost was able to take it to the house, but now they're going to run shotgun, so spread it out a little bit. Trips bunched to the far side. Kaiser in the shotgun, flipping it out into flats, making the grab over there. His lobby runs right up to almost the original line of scrimmage. Maybe picks up one if he's lucky. A minute to go in this first half, and the clock is ticking. Yeah, and they're, they're trying to go faster. They're not huddling up, getting the play from the sideline now. Uh, versus uh, huddling up, so they're looking at the wristbands, and they're going to try to probably air it out here. You know, time's ticking, uh, 45 seconds on the clock. Now trips to the near side. This is the wide side of the field as they are on the far hash. Kaiser picks up the low snap, throws this one over the middle to Lobby, who's met by Lyon immediately once he gets there. Uh, good job by Lyon to make the grab, and they're going to call timeout because he was brought down in bounds. We're going to have a third down and very short, but Overton goes ahead and takes a freeze and forward and Chevrolet half time or freezing Ford and Chevrolet timeout. 34 seconds to go in the half. We've got plenty more to come here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. The Breeze 94.5. 34 seconds to go in the half. Overton has a third down and two from their own 28-yard line. They just took the last timeout. Uh, Both teams with one timeout remaining in this half. Overton has moved the ball well, just was negated with a uh, holding call on their big play a minute ago. Yeah, we'll see if they can get, you know, they don't have any people split out wide, but they'll have a tight end somewhere on the seam. Now they run a guy out of motion. Kaiser going back, and there's going to be a flag. Looks like before they got that snap off, it was Elijah Husenfeld coming out into this near side, but before the snap went, he started to turn towards the line of scrimmage, and you can't do that. Got to be going laterally or backwards, so that's going to back up the Eagles again. Now it's a third down and seven. Yeah, and you can do that in the Canadian Football League, but here in the States, they're not going to allow that. Um, yeah, it's an illegal shift every time. Easy call for the refs. KLIQ, Hastings, As it stands, we're now going to see the trips bunched to the near side. We've seen this a couple of times. Kaiser in shotgun. He'll take the snap, looking out to the flats. Now he's looking downfield, has a guy, but he's going to be run out of the backfield. Got a little bit of green grass out in front of him. He will pick up the first down as he's run out of bounds right at midfield. Flag coming in at the end of it. They're probably going to add some yards onto this one, depending on where Kaiser ran out of bounds. And Yeah, where he was out of bounds and where they threw the flag, that's probably a late hit. And they're going to add 15 yards here, if, if we are correct. They're going to wave off the flag. So no yards added onto the, the end of this one. And they're going to say he went out at the didn't get didn't get quite to midfield the 38 yard line 24 seconds to go in the half. Yeah, and that's a case where one ref sees um, maybe sees a, a questionable call and and uh, he's overruled by the other guys and and they pick up a flag. Again, bunch trips to the near side for Kaiser in shotgun. 
He'll take the very low snap, picks it up off the ground, running out of the backfield. He's got a bunch of blockers in front of him. He's past the 35 at the 30, doing a whole lot of stiff arm, and he'll be run out of bounds at the 25-yard line to stop the clock. Yeah, about 16 yards there on that game by Kaiser. Gets down to the 30, or the 25-yard line, and it does stop the clock. So they've got 18 seconds here. So how many timeouts do they have left? One. Full teams, one timeout okay, remaining. They have one timeout. You want to try to save that as good as you can, so you want to try to get to the sidelines, or um, if nothing's there, throw it away, stop the clock. You do not want to waste this time out here, but you also don't want to force anything and uh, turn the ball over. Trips bunch to the far side. They are on the near hash. Kaiser in shotgun. Takes a better snap that time. He's looking downfield. Puts this one up into the end zone. He's got his drive, but it's just too far. Just too far for Wyatt Ryan, who beat all of the Hornet defense. And you know that they play against that every day in practice with Rody Lyon running a lot of those go routes. But that one should have been six for the for the Eagles. Just a little bit too much mustard from Kaiser. Yep, a little too much juice in the box there from Kaiser. And just overthrew him by about two steps. Um, you, could, you could see it coming the whole way. Uh, the receiver just wasn't able to run out of the ball, just overthrew him. But it does stop the clock. You still have 12 seconds left, um, and you're on your 25-yard line. So plenty of time to run two or three plays here as long as the clock stops after. Trips bunched to that far side for Kaiser, who fumbles the snap right back, but he does pick it up all kinds of time in the backfield. Now he's going to go ahead and run. He'll throw it before he gets to the line of scrimmage. Wide open in the end zone and making the catch in that end zone. Josh. It is Wyatt Ryan who is going to try to run under the play previously, and he'll pick up the 25-yard touchdown reception, 3.5 seconds in the first half. What a big-time play by that kid. Wyatt Ryan ran under the ball. He didn't give up on the play. Did a nice job of running his route back to where the quarterback was running. Um, Kaiser could have tucked it and ran and got maybe 10 yards and got out of bounds. Uh, but with only three and a half seconds left on the clock, made a good decision there, obviously, to get it out to Wyatt Ryan. And, and he, he had to really concentrate to get a foot down there, clearly inbounds. Um, now an important two-point conversion here as the game's tied up 20-20. to 20. Motion going to that far side. They will hand it off with Caleb Moore, who's wrapped up in the backfield. And that's going to be nothing doing. Three seconds to go in the first half. Paul game tied at 20. Make sure you stick around for the Allen Superstore halftime show. Coming up here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Stephen Kathy Hosier and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck. For more info about JSGK Catering, call 402-849-2244. The Breeze 94.5. Out of bounds wouldn't let Lion touch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> seconds to go here in the first half. We're going to see, waiting to see Giltner run out for this reception. Probably not going to be kicking the ball to Rhodey Lyon. Yeah, you're going to want to squib kick it here, kick it out of bounds. You do not want to let that guy touch the ball. He's he's explosive. He's a playmaker. You saw him go 77 yards for a kickoff return earlier, and you don't want to do the same thing. If anything, you're kicking it towards that far side to Cameron Camden Humphrey and just keep it out of his hands. Ball is going to be squibbed downfield and Giltner will take over just inside their own 22 seconds left to go in the half. Probably just getting one play here. Yeah, and they're probably going to take their shot and try to get a touchdown here. 
you just got to be ready to tackle, though, if you're Giltner, because if you throw a pick, uh, pick six will absolutely change this game. So, um, Overton, they're going to put a bunch of guys back and, and play some prevent defense, two safeties at least over the top. Giltner content to take a tied ball game into half. It's tied up at 20 in Overton, where the Eagles and the Hornets are all locked up with one half to go. Make sure you stick around for the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. We're going to give you a whole bunch of stats, uh, some breakdown where everyone um, has been doing throughout this first half. Also scores from around the area. Keep it here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said I'm going to be home late, and she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was a perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Welcome into Overton, Caleb Henry, alongside Trent Ockengay. This is the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Get more for your dollar when you shop at locally owned Allen Superstore, the You Get More Superstore, West 2nd Street in Hastings. Let's take a look at how we got here, because this is an absolute shootout, fist fight, everything you want to call the first round of Class D2 Nebraska High School football playoffs, where number 13, Giltner, and number 4, Overton, are locked up here at halftime. It began very early on a two-yard Caleb Moore touchdown run. First of all, both teams started out punting the ball, and that's not something we thought we were going to see. We thought we were going to see Overton force their will and just pound it right down the middle and take over this ball game. And although they did at times, and we also saw thought we were going to see Giltner just air this one out. And again, we did see that at times, but that's not how the ball game started out. Both teams putting the ball away, but then Overton taking over on a short field as a punt had gone out at about the 30-yard line. And then Caleb Moore ran it in from two yards out to take a quick lead. Giltner struck back immediately. 14 seconds later is all it took for Rhodey Lyon to take the kickoff 75 yards for a touchdown. Neither team got an extra point, so it was tied up at six. And then Keen Martin blocked a punt for Overton and recovered it at the Giltner four. One play later, it was a four-yard Caleb Moore touchdown run for his second touchdown of the game. And then they did get the extra point to make it 14-6. to six. A minute 10 came off the clock as Giltner 
managed to put an absolutely spectacular drive together, capped off by a 29-yard Lance McKay touchdown reception from Dane Hendricks. The very next offensive offensive play for Overton was a fumble that Giltner recovered, and the very next play after that turnover, a 27-yard Trevor Linden touchdown reception from reception from Hendricks. And then we didn't see any scoring for the rest of the first quarter. Obviously, we were very late with only 12 seconds to go in that first quarter. And the next points on the board wouldn't come until three seconds left in the first half. It was a three-and-a-half-minute drive after a turnover on downs on the three-yard line. Overton went 77 yards and ended with a 25-yard Wyatt Ryan touchdown reception from Braden Kaiser. And that got us to the halftime score of 20-20. to Still stats and scores from around the area to come up as we continue along on the Allen Superstore Halftime Show here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Tied up at 20 here at halftime in Overton. So we're going to take a look at some Friesen Ford and Chevrolet halftime stats. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason. With Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton and Friesen Ford in Aurora, Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again. Check them out online at FriesenChevy.com and FriesenFord.com. These are the Friesen Ford and Chevrolet halftime stats. We'll start with the Overton Eagles. Braden Kaiser, two for six, 36 yards. And one touchdown. Uh, Ryan Lobby, one catch, 11 yards. Wyatt Ryan, one catch, 25 yards, and a touchdown. 12 attempts for Caleb Moore, 68 yards, two touchdowns. Ryan Lobby, nine carries, 24 yards. Braden Kaiser, three carries, 31 yards. Elijah Husenvelt, two carries, three yards. The Overton Eagles just had 162 yards of total offense, ran 26 plays, 126 of those coming on the ground. And we switch over to Giltner. Dane Hendricks, 13 for 21, 157 yards, two touchdowns. Dane Hendricks also six carries, just three yards on the ground. And that was their only rushing statistics on the you know, in the game so far. Receiving-wise, Rodeby Lyon, four catches, 22 yards. Trevor Linden, five catches, 59 yards, and a touchdown. Lance McKay, two catches, 59 yards, and a touchdown. Carter Watson, um, zero catches. Dakin Wilson, one catch for six yards. Kendon Humphrey, one catch for five yards. Giltner had 160 yards of total offense. They ran 27 plays and had 157 yards passing through the air, just three yards rushing. As we, we hear all those stats, very impressive what Giltner has been able to do. As we've seen them a couple times this year, we've also heard all the hype around this running game and just how physical Overton is. We compare it to how physical Kennesaw is, and we've seen them a number of times on the stations of Platte River Radio. What has surprised you most throughout this first half? Just the way Giltner's been able to handle uh, the physicality of Overton. Overton's, Overton's 
um, their whole mentality is is physical, ground and pound, uh, run game, running that trouble option. And Giltner's doing a nice job up front between, you know, guys like Trenton Thompson and Trevor Linden. They're doing a, those are big kids and they're doing a nice job of blowing up lead blocks and just really not allowing Overton to do anything. Um, you know, Overton scored, they had a short field on that block kick, but otherwise they haven't really put together um, too many drives. They had a really nice drive on that last possession where they kind of spread the ball out a little bit more and you know threw in some passes in there and obviously they scored on that 25 yard pass to Wyatt Ryan so they may have to go to that they may have to open up their playbook a little bit more in the second half if they if they want to keep going because Giltner is just really holding up very well physically and although this is class d2 football the sub districts for volleyball are out both of these teams not in the same sub district but they are in class d1 for those giltner the top seed in the d1 four that's going to be played at hampton giltner at 21 and 7 on the season will play 1 and 25 shelton on the other side lawrence nelson and harvard those games will be played uh both those semifinals and the championship games on the 29th this next week Obviously, those will get done, wrapped up before Halloween. And then Overton will play the winner of Elwood and Arapaho. They're the top seed of the D110. That game's going to be played at Holdridge. Overton, 18-10 and 10 on the season. Again, plays the winner of Elwood and Arapaho. The other side of the bra- that bracket, Alma and Axtell. Still some time to go here in the Allen Superstore halftime. We're going to look at a few scores from around the area as we continue. It's still tied up at 20 because obviously nobody can score at halftime. Doing a great job right now myself. Overton and Giltner here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. At Apple Barrel Restaurant, located inside Sap Brothers in Odessa, we have this thing some like to obsess a little about. It's called customer service and quality. And with high school sports bands, and all the other activities we're running around taking care of, who's making dinner? Sap Brothers in Odessa says call them. They'll have the fried chicken ready to pick up and take home. Or stop in and take a break and enjoy great food. Still offering a great breakfast and lunch buffet every weekend. Make the short drive to Apple Barrel Restaurant inside Sap Brothers Travel Center on I-80 Odessa. Hastings, The Breeze. Where did you get more superstore? Shopping centered around you, you, you. One stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. Whether you get more, Superstore Alex. Superstore. The Breeze 94.5. Let's take a look at all of the scores we have for eight-man as we continue along with the Allen Superstore Halftime Show in Class D1. At last check in the second quarter, Burwell leads Palmer 20-12. to Burwell, the top seed in the West on ESPN Tri-Cities 14-60. It's nine. Amherst trailing number eight, Sutherland, 40-34. to That game in the fourth quarter on Power 99. Arcadia Luke City still got a lead on Elm Creek, 28-18. to A couple of finals, Hemingford over Arapahoe, Nebraska Christian over Ainsworth. Those teams, the four and the three seed, respectively. At the half, it is North Central leading Neely Oakdale, 42-16. to In the second quarter, Cambridge is trailing Dundee County Stratton, 16-15. to Very tight game there. At the half, South Loop leads Ainsley Litchfield, 32-15. to On the other half of that bracket in the east, number one, Creighton defeats Southern, 82-28. to 
defeat Wisner Pilger over Lords Central Catholic, 42-6. to In the second quarter, it's Lutheran High Northeast leading Elmwood Murdoch, 16-8. There's another final, Osceola High Plains downs BDS, 34-22. BDS, the four seed going down in the first round of these Class D1 playoffs. In the third quarter, it's... GACC, Guardian Angels Central Catholic, leading Thayer Central 48 to nothing. In the second quarter, Howells Dodge leads Cross County 24 to 6. In the fourth quarter, Fullerton has a lead on Laurel Concord 34 to 20. And now going to jump over to Class D2. Again, starting here in the West, number one Mullen leads Paxton 47-18. There's a final. It's Garden County over Medicine Valley in the fourth quarter. Sandhill Stedford leads Bertrand 48-26 at the half here on the breeze. It's Overton and Giltner all locked up at 20, the 4-13 game. Clearwater Orchard defeated Brady by a score of 54-20. Lawrence Nelson defeated Juanita Palisade 38-8. In the second quarter, Riverside leads Central Valley 40-0. At the half on 12.30 a.m. KHAS Radio, it's Kennesaw leading Twin Loop 40-6. In the eastern half of that bracket, it's number one, Humphrey St. Francis leading Wausau 46-6. In the third quarter, Hardington Newcastle leads Clarkson lead 62-28. A final, Fall City Sacred Heart defeats Wynot 42-0. At the half, Randolph leads Plainview 18-0. A couple more finals, Bloomfield over Meridian, Osmond over Diller Odell, Allen leads Emerson Hubbard 34-14 at the half, and it's number two, Johnson Brock, with an 82-3 pounding of Pender. Still some more time to go here on the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. It's tied up at 20 on the breeze, 94.5, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. The Breeze 94.5. All right, Trent, just a little bit longer to go in the Allen Superstore halftime show. Giltner going to be coming out with the ball to start the second half, obviously. Once they really got their groove going um, late in that first quarter and then also managing to play some very tough defense, takes the air out of you a little bit, letting giving up a 77-yard, three-and-a-half-minute drive to tie the ball game late in that half. But what do you expect from the Giltner offense coming out? They're just going to come out. And they need to keep playing loose like they have been early in that first quarter. Offensively, we kind of saw them a little too tight, and Dane Hendricks wasn't getting his feet set, and he wasn't hitting on some of those easy throws. Um, they did a, made a nice adjustment bringing Lance McKay in to, to get four blockers in there instead of just three because Overton was just running free up the middle. So in the second half, they're going to 
expect to get Linden and, and Lyon going on the outsides, really. There's not going to be a whole heck of a lot for Dane Hendricks to do running the ball-wise and really for anybody else. So they're going to have to get the ball out of Dane Hendricks' hand and try to find something down the field and, and really just dink and dunk down the field, try to open up those big plays. We thank our presenting sponsors for high school football all the way through the state playoffs like Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton because there is a final on the other foursome where they are on the bracket. Sandhill Stedford, the five-seed, got the win because Giltner is on the road. If they win, they would host next week because Overton is the higher seed and Sandhill Stedford also played at home. They would play at home. So winner of this game, home field advantage next week. What do you expect to see out of Overton in the second half as we get ready to begin? Well, they got to buckle down on defense to start out this the second half and then when they get the ball back they got to get a way to get they got to find a way to get Caleb Moore and, and uh, maybe involve Braden um, excuse me Braden Kaiser in the um, in the running game a little bit more he hasn't touched the ball a whole heck of a lot on the ground but when he did on that last possession it really turned into good things you know he's at three carries for 31 yards averaging 10 yards a carry all of those were just scrambling out of the pocket, but get him involved a little bit more. And Keen Martin squib kicks this one to the far side, almost, almost picked up on that far side by Braden Kaiser. All kinds of wheels over there, and he almost got to it before it went out of bounds. Oh boy, you love to see effort plays like that. He just he's flying down the he's flying down the field, and he he's trying to make a play. Just Superman slides and knocks the ball out of bounds on the kickoff. Almost got it back. Uh, you can't you can't get too complacent when you know the ball's sitting there. You gotta um, you know you gotta act on it, and that's what Kaiser did right there. Great field position as it stands at the 26 yard line for the Hornets, but that was almost Overton ball at the 21 yard line, which the way they played at the end of that first half, huge momentum for the um, essentially favorites right now, 7-1, and one, leading or tied with 4-4. Four and four. Giltner, Hendricks, back in at quarterback, wanted to throw it to the near side, but Lyon slipped and said he's going to run upfield himself, pass the first down, pass the 40, dancing back in at the 35-yard line, trying to strip the ball out as Kaiser. Instead, they'll drag him down at the 30. So Hendricks, the first time he, they've had a couple designed runs for him, but he scrambled that time, was trying to hook up with Lyon, who slipped, trying to run across the middle. Hendricks turned it upfield. Great gain to start the second half. Yeah, Overton actually did a really nice job of getting a pass rush but they got four guys way too far upfield and Giltner had a nice pocket there and Hendricks was able to step up for 26 yards. Twins to the far side Lion on this near side. They will throw it to Lion who keeps his feet this time, makes a catch of the 25 yard line, dances around a couple guys, he'll turn it upfield and going to be brought down at the 20, really close to those sticks. It was about only going to be a five yard uh, pitch and catch to Lion but he managed to dance around a number of guys, make it a second down and one. Yeah, if he gets going, look out because Gildner can really move the ball when uh, Dane Hendricks and Rody Lyon are on the same page. And he just ran a little timing, ran a little button curl, able to turn around, make the catch, and make a couple guys miss. Yeah, get Rody Lyon going here. He's a playmaker. He's he's probably around 1,000 yards receiving um, as we stand right now. So. You don't see that every day. Motion coming left to right. Henrik's going to try to follow that motion, but there's pressure in the backfield, and he's brought down a number of different eagles flying in there. It was uh, really nowhere to go for Henrik's on a few of those. It was Ryan Lavi getting the tackle there, but uh, third down, and now they're backed up to a third down and four after starting out so well those first two plays. Yeah, and they tried to they tried to get Overton flowing hard to the outside to follow the ball carrier, but they, they haven't given it on that fly sweep yet, so Overton's staying home. They are really keying on Dane Hendricks. 
Hendricks pumps downfield to Rody Lyon, and he's going to run out of the backfield. He'll make a high step at the 20, running down to 10, and he'll run out of bounds at the 7-yard line. Overton is keeping a spy on him, but that time Hendricks able to dance around him for a gain and first and goal for the Hornets. Well, that's the thing. That's what you said. They put a spy on him, but that's only one guy, and when you've got receivers running down the field, that one guy, has he has to have the athletic ability to make a one-on-one tackle. And Dane Hendricks, he's one of the best athletes in the state. He's a state's leading passer. He leads his team in rushing. He leads his team in tackles. He's a fantastic athlete, and he's just able to step up in the pocket. And, and they're not going to be able to run the ball on a lot of design runs. It's going to have to be uh, playground, make it up as you go, as he did there. Lyon coming in motion right to left. Hendricks hit hard in the backfield and brought down Keen Martin, who's already got a blocked, blocked punt on the on the ball game. Gets a sack in there as well. Hornets backed up to their own or to the 14-yard line. Yeah, Giltner ran double slants there to the middle, and Dan Hendricks just didn't quite have the confidence to pull the trigger there, so he he tucked it and and uh, Keen Martin just came off the edge, came through the middle actually, and just and just wrapped him up and bear hugged him to the ground nice play by him just beat his guy one-on-one and was able to make the good play Overton did a little better job there of not getting so far up the field when they rushed the passer four down linemen for the Hornets trips to the far side Hendricks takes the snap throwing the ball over the middle and it's well behind Rody Lyon he had to get rid of that ball in a hurry if Rody Lyon had sat down where that ball was yes that'd be six but just a couple we've seen that a couple times already miscommunication on some of those routes yeah and he had Trevor Linden on the he, Linden was lined up in the slot, and they ran double double slants again. And if you would have just led him towards, um, there's a there's a G for the goal line marker there, just about in that area towards the pylon. I think it would have been six. And and Linden told him about it after the play, let him know that he was open. That's what wide receivers do; they let you know you're open. But uh, the ball is fumbled on the way back to Hendricks, who's just running for his life. He'll throw this one away and out of bounds. So they went from having a first down and goal at the 7 to fourth down and goal from the 14. Yeah, now you got to find a way to either throw a 50-50 jump ball to Rody Lyon or uh, run a rub route to get somebody open. They had double slants earlier, and they did have an open guy. Uh, maybe something like that. Maybe try to find Linden. We haven't seen Linden at all this, this second half. And uh, he's a reliable pass catcher, so we'll see what they do here on fourth down. Four down linemen right now for the Hornets. Rody Lyon, the single receiver to this near side. Twins to the far side. Hendricks in shotgun. Gets the ready for play from the officials. He'll take the snap. That one's a lot better. All kinds of pressure in the backfield. He just throws this one up downfield for Rody Lyon, who hadn't even turned around yet. That's the second turnover on downs inside the red zone for the Hornets. The last time was on the three, and then Overton went eight, went uh, 77 yards for a touchdown to tie it up. And this time, they're only going to have to be going 66 as they are at their own 14. Yeah, Overton did a good job there of getting a pass rush, and it was straight up the middle. Um, when they when Giltner's able to create a pocket. It, it bodes well for him, but that time just uh, gave up free runners up the middle, and Dane Hendricks had nowhere to go. First play from scrimmage, handing it off to this near side with Caleb Moore. All kinds of folks piled up over there. He gets right back to the line of scrimmage. Uh, if that, maybe a loss of about half a yard. Uh, Giltner still flowing very, very well on this defensive side. Yeah, I want to give Lance McKay a lot of credit there because he met he met the fullback, Ryan Lobby, in the gap, and he... Uh, he just kept crawling and crawling and, and pushing him back Hastings, and was able to the breeze. just fight through it and really disrupt that play. 
Kaiser under center again. Motion going with Moore. Instead, they'll hand it off with Lobby going up the middle, pushing the pile a little bit. We're going to give him a gain of three. Yep, just a simple dive there to the fullback. And, and now you're in third and seven for Overton. Um, the way that Giltner's moving the ball, this is really key to put together a drive, not just to put points on the board, but to take time off the clock. We saw them very much put together a drive. They did put out a couple different formations, went into shotgun a little bit more. Um, they haven't done that so much outside of that two-minute drill, the last minute and a half of the first half. Kaiser again under center. Moore going in motion to that far side. They'll hand it off to him as he follows Lobby off the right tackle. Now that pile pushing forward, still going to be short of a first down, fourth down, and two at their own 23. Yeah, Moore just a tough running kid, just kept the pile driving. Um, but now it brings up about a fourth and two and this is a gamble here you don't want to give Giltner field position uh, but also if you want to win some games in the playoffs these are the type of conversion you need but right now fourth and two I would punt the ball away and that's exactly what they're going to do punting unit running onto the field of fourth and two from inside their own 25 yard line Kaiser waiting back himself to punt the ball Rody Lyon is the deepest guy for the Hornets but he's playing up to the line more like a free safety nobody back for the Hornets Kaiser Gets away a decent punt going to land at the 30-yard line. Um, that ball was actually caught and down at the 30-yard line. Elijah Husenfeld caught the ball. That ball had a chance to bounce depending on the way it bounced on the oblong football. Could have rolled inside the 20 easily, but as it stands, Husenfeld makes the catch at the 30-yard line. Decent field position near midfield for the Hornets. Yeah, generally you want to let that ball go. Um, but, you know, I guess you never know. Football's funny. It could have bounced the other way 10 yards, so... Uh, regardless, Gilner takes over on the 30-yard line. Twins to the far side. Lion alone is the single receiver to the near side. Hendricks will throw it over to that far side, just putting this one up, and it's too far. Just too far. He had his man outrunning all of the defense to that far side with Lance McKay. But second down and 10. We've seen a number of different times where Hendricks just kind of puts this one up downfield. His receivers have run under it a number of times, and he actually runs over and meets uh, McKay on that far side uh, on his way back to the line of scrimmage because he knows he had him. Yeah, he... He was gone if he was able to connect there. And what Hendricks kind of does is just throws the ball up, and the Giltner receivers are taught to just kind of um, change their route a little bit and run under the ball. So that's what they tried to do there. Quick pass over here to Lyon, who catches it right at the line of scrimmage, dances around one guy, and then he'll fall himself right out of bounds before he gets to the mid gets to midfield. Third down and a long two yards upcoming. He looked like he kind of tripped over himself. There was just enough of a bump when he caught the ball initially to get him out of bounds. Yeah, Rody Lyon, that's a, that's a tough card to deal with because if you try to press him at the line of scrimmage, you better be physical enough to do it or you're going to be trailing behind him. But you can't play 10 yards off of him or... He's going to make you miss some space. Ball quickly thrown out in the flash to Trevor Linden on the far side, and he'll pick up the first down, brought down now in Overton territory, brought down at the 38-yard line of the Eagles. Yeah, Giltner doing a nice job of getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands quick. Uh, getting the ball out of the hands quick, and then the blocking's holding up on the outside. It's neutralizing Overton's pass rush um, because that's what's been killing Giltner all game long. Hendricks takes a snap, pumps to the left. Now he's going to be chased out of the pocket here to this near side, trying to find a receiver downfield. He'll just throw it up for grabs, and it's going to be caught at the 26-yard line and brought down. That's going to be Lance McKay making a great catch. Did a good job. He was downfield, came back to his quarterback, who was in trouble in the backfield. Hornets moved the sticks. I had to wipe my eyes a little bit and uh, make sure I was watching the right game because 
Danny Hendricks looked like Aaron Rodgers on that play. That was, you know, he sidearmed that ball into just a little pocket. Nice play by him. Hendricks will take the snap and throw it over here to the near sideline, making the grab. There is going to be Dakin Wilson, who runs up inside the 15, drug out inside the 10-yard line. Dakin Wilson with a great drag route coming out to the outside. Yeah, and they're focusing on McKay, Linden, and Lyon, and then you got another capable kid. Dakin Wilson just comes over, makes a 15-yard catch. Um, Gilner's putting together a heck of a drive right now. When they move the ball, they continue to go with their last two times in the red zone. Haven't put any points on the board. Hendricks twins to the far side. He is looking at that far side. He'll throw it across the middle just too far into double coverage. Interception opportunity there for Elijah Husenfeld, um, but just a little too hot even for him to get his hands on. Yeah, they ran McKay on the outside on, the, on an out route, and they ran Linden on the slant route, and it was uh, thrown into double coverage, but he threw it high enough where only Linden could have the opportunity to get the ball, but really... Nobody had the chance. Twins to the far side for Hendricks. Takes the snap. Now he's running it for his life in the backfield. Ball pops out. I don't think he got back on it. I think Overton has this ball. A strip sack in there, and Overton is going to stop Gittner on three straight drives inside the red zone to take over as this ball game remains tied. Six and a half to go in the third quarter. Yeah, hard to see who got in there to, to knock the ball out of his hands. But when Hendricks is stepping up in the pocket like that, he's holding the ball almost behind him, which is not a, a grab. He's got to get the ball up into his body, kind of like a triple threat in basketball, um, you know, where you got both hands on the ball. Just that's a huge break for Overton because Gildner was driving down the field. Now, um, you know, Overton gets the ball on about the 16-yard line. As it stands, first down and 10 for the Eagles. And we see Caleb Moore bounce this one to the outside. He'll bring it out past the 20. Second down and six upcoming. It's his 15th carry of the night. He doesn't look tired at all. He's running hard. He's stocky. He just keeps those legs going. He's a really tough runner. And now those those two and three yard runs are turning into four and five. And I think Overton's going to start to maybe wear down Giltner a little bit. And those, those little runs will start to pop. No doubt about it. Overton has been the more physical team over the course of the season, and they've showed that throughout this ball game, handing it off with Lobby going right up the middle, and he'll fall forward for a gain of one. And it's only a one-yard gain, but still, you got to come up and tackle that kid, and he's a strong kid. And, and uh, every tackle you make just takes a toll on you because Lobby is delivering the blows. Lobby and more, they're, they're taking it to the Gilmer defense right now, and, and it's not resulting in very many yards, but it's just taking a physical toll. Third down and four, five and a half to go in the third quarter. Kaiser coming up under center. Moore going in motion to that far side. They'll hand it off with, or they're going to not hand it off with Lobby. They're going to run to that far side. Kaiser blew up as he pitches the ball out to Moore, runs past the sticks, and he's going to bring it out and be brought down at the 35-yard line to pick up the first down. Great pitch at the last minute by Kaiser on that play. Yeah, that was a great pitch out to Moore. And I, I'll tell you what, Caleb Moore kind of reminds me of another Moore who plays for Purdue, Rondale Moore. He's just a short, stocky, fast, runs through tackles, keeps he's got really good balance. Just a really nice, nice run by him. And that's probably who I compare him to, you know, on a, on a smaller level, but he just runs really tough and he's gonna come out of the game for a second. First down and ten for the Eagles. And are going to again take the handoff off the middle with Lobby. Kaiser runs out to this near side. He'll pitch it to the running back who's going to run out for another first down, getting his chance to run the ball that time is Elijah Husenfeld. Yeah, Husenfeld just ran out there for 11 yards on the option on the option pitch. Now Overton's all of a sudden putting together a drive. It just takes a little spark of momentum 
um, to really create something. Uh, and Overton's just marching down the field right now. First down and 10 at the 34-yard line of Giltner. Kaiser under center. Husenfeld going in motion to that far side. Handing it off with Lobby. He runs right through everyone at the line of scrimmage. It's him and Rody Lyon. Rody Lyon runs him and hits him at the 10. And Lobby going to force his way inside the five-yard line. Lyon much smaller than Lobby, who gets the Eagles first and goal inside the five. Yeah, about a 30-yard run there for Ryan Lobby. And and now, okay, so Overton ran that option play to the far side. So they were really keying on the quarterback there. Well, they forgot about the fullback up the middle, and, and Lobby was almost gone. Line did a nice job of just corralling him out of bounds. But Lobby, 30 yards, and now Overton's knocking on the door. First down and goal from the four-yard line. Moore back in as that wing back, extra running back for the option. Kaiser under center. Moore going in motion to the far side, handing it off with, to Lobby on this near side, bullying through a couple guys, and they're going to say he got in. First points of the second half and lead regained by the hometown Eagles. Ryan Lobby running it in from four yards out. Yeah, gave him the just the fullback dive there, and Lobby did the rest. Nice blocking up front by the line. Um, Keen Martin led the way there, uh, blocking-wise, and, and Lobby just punches it in, and now... Um, time's taken away. Four minutes left in the third quarter. You're up six. These two-point conversions are huge. I've seen so many first and second round ball games, or even every playoff game, come down to two-point conversions. They'll hand it off to Moore, following Lobby on that far side. A whole bunch of players in there. And Moore keeping the feet turning, keeping the knees up, and he'll fall into the end zone, get that extra point. 28-20. to 20. Overton leads Giltner. Four and a half to go in the third quarter here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is Eric Lichty, the branch manager of Giltner State Bank, a branch of Henderson State Bank, member FDIC. I would like to invite you to stop into our new location just off of the Giltner Spur. Come meet our friendly staff and visit with us about our products and services. We have a hometown-friendly atmosphere that will make your banking experience pleasant. We specialize in agricultural loans as well as your personal loan needs. We're an equal housing lender. Come in and see what we can do for you. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. The Breeze 94.5. We want to let you know the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. Reigning Athletes of the Month, Katie Lindner from Pleasanton and Aiden Wheelock of Minden. Go ahead and go to PlatteRiverPreps.com as we get close to the end of October. Those Athletes of the Month will be released First week of September, pretty close in there, or first week of November, as I try to get my order of months correct. As it stands, though, Overton getting a 28-20 to 20 lead, four and a half to go in the third quarter, just enforcing their will on offense right now, and they have stopped Giltner on three straight drives in the red zone. Rody Lyon going to get his hands on this one, running that far side. Excuse me, that's not going to be Rody Lyon. Camden Humphrey making the catch on his five and running it out just inside the 20. We haven't seen Rody Lyon get any kicks to him so far after he ran that first one back for a touchdown. Yeah, they're running two guys deep um, to each sideline, and and one way you could maybe change that is just run, you know, both guys in the middle, and then you could you could run Rody Lyon to the other one side or the other because generally you have enough time to get over there. But um, Humphrey takes it up, and they're going to take over on the 20-yard line. See if they can keep. Uh, putting together drives. They've been putting together drives, just haven't been getting points. This one's going to be blown dead 
quickly because there was some illegal motion. We saw one of the receivers not quite get set on this near side when he was moving, trying to get up on the line of scrimmage. The last three possessions for the Hornets have all gone inside the red zone, um, and all three of them have ended up with no points. So as it stands, the Hornets trail by eight. Could have been up by two or three touchdowns at this point because when they get into the red zone, they can spread the ball all over the place. 28 to 20, Overton leads. Set first down and 15 for their first or for their second possession. Hendricks takes a snap, getting chased out of the backfield. He'll roll to this near side. He's got Lion deep. He just throws this one out for Glavs. Grabs it's a duck downfield. Officials right on top of it. They're going to say Lion makes the catch. They're going to say Lion makes the catch at the 33-yard line of Overton. Yeah, that was a nice grab to to just slide under and make the catch. Um, there's there's hands on both sides going back and forth, but um, Lion was able to slide under, and uh, it's about a you know about a 30 yard gain down there. And Dane Hendricks can really sling the ball. He can really put a lot of air under it. Quickly up to the line, and Hendricks throws it to Linden in the flats. Not a lot of room to run on that screenplay. He's going to lose a yard. Yep, just nothing going there. So. Um, they go backwards there on that play. Um, but they're doing a good job of getting the ball out of Dane Hendricks's hand, not allowing Overton to um, utilize that pass rush. Um, because there's just, really, there's when Hendricks drops back to pass, there's no time for him. Four down linemen for the Hornets. Hendricks takes a snap and throws it just behind on the other side, trying to look for Lance McKay on that far side. Ball just behind him. We've seen a couple of players slip so far. It did rain. The field is a little bit wet overall, though, Trent. You were down before the game. How did the field feel then? Well, at that point in time, it, it felt good. But now um, you've played almost at three quarters of a game on it, and they got, I think they said they got a little bit over a half inch of rain. And it seemed like the field, you know, dried out well, but uh, these grass fields really take a beating as you get in the playoffs. Trips to the near side, Lyon the closest to the sideline. Hendricks takes a snap, takes a huge drop back, and he'll throw it through the hands downfield. Trying to get his hands in there on that one was Lance McKay. Fourth down and 11 from the 34-yard line. Yeah, it's really tough to, you know, punt it here and really gain substantial yards. Really, you're at the the 33 yard line. If you punt it, it's it's going to be tough to get it inside that 10 yard line. And if it goes in the end zone, it's only about a 15, 16 yard punt. So they're going to go for it here. Twins to the far side, Lyon all by himself on the near side. Hendricks looking to this near side to Lyon, and he'll throw it up towards the sideline. Too far for Lyon, and that's another turnover on downs. Four straight possessions, turnover on downs. This one though didn't get into the red zone. Overton with an eight point lead coming out for another offensive possession. Yeah, tough break there for Giltner. Just didn't have he just the blocking held up well um well enough that Hendricks could set his feet and make the throw but it just sailed on him and roadie line had no chance at it now overton can come out and really um, make a statement here if they go up two touchdowns the way their defense is playing they're bending but they're not breaking um, they can almost put the game away kaiser under center more coming in motion they'll hand it off with lobby up the middle Nothing doing there. He will get one, although he has broken a couple of longer runs. We welcome in all the listeners who are on Power 99 listening to Arcadia Loop City get the victory in advancing over Elm Creek in that 28-18 to ball game here in Overton. It's the... Uh, the Eagles 7-1 and one on the season, only trailing 28-20. to 20. They were tied at 20 at the half with 4-4. Four and four. Giltner, it's been a shootout and a fist fight so, so far, almost through three quarters. Kaiser under center. 
going to run the play action pass. He's got a couple guys downfield. He's sacked, sacked in the backfield. Hornets bringing a lot of pressure that time because they've been expecting run. But when you see them come up to pass, there's not a lot of time for Kaiser in that backfield. No, Kaiser maybe had a guy downfield, just didn't have enough time to get his feet set and make the throw when Trevor Linden shot through and was able to make the ankle tackle and bring him down. Um, a loss of about seven yards on the play, going to bring up a third and long, third and 12 here, and they're on their own 32, so we'll see what they do. Third down and 11, Kaiser under center, rolling out to the right side. He'll throw this one over the top. Picked off, though. Picked off and running out of bounds. Giltner will take over from their own 32-yard line. It's Dane Hendricks, who has been quarterbacking the other side. He'll get an interception on the game as well. Yeah, he's a good football player. Just went up and, and high-pointed the ball and made the catch and was able to get his feet down and secure the football. Made a nice read, jumped the route. And you can see, you know, Overton doesn't throw the ball a lot. And I'm not saying they're not capable, but their bread and butter is that triple option. Um, fullback dives, ISOs running up the middle that time. They drop back to pass for the second straight down, and they throw the interception. Hendricks in shotgun. Lion coming motion right to left. Instead, Hendricks is going to run to the near side. Quick option with Linden, who's run out of bounds at the 34-yard line. Yeah, you got about three yards on that play. Uh, Overton did a nice job of stringing it out. And I guess where they're going to spot him, he got four yards on the play almost. Um, so Overton did a nice job of stringing that play out. And now <coughs> Linden has thrown for some yards. That sets up a maybe a trick play here and there. Um but they're going to keep spreading the ball out. Maybe get Lyon going here a little bit. Linden in the backfield with Hendricks again in shotgun. Lyon coming motion right to left, and they will hand it off to him on the jet sweep. He's got some room. He's past the 40. He picks up the first down before getting bumped out of bounds just outside the 35-yard line, and as he got bumped, he was definitely already out of bounds. We'll see. They're going to go over and talk about this one. We've already seen one waved off that would have given yards to Kennesaw, but it does look like they're going to go ahead and tack some yards on for Giltner. You know, that one's tough because there wasn't a lot of contact, but there was there was contact, and he was he was almost at the long jump pit before um, he was touched, and that's a clear, they're going to call a personal foul and, and tack on 15 yards there. So Giltner continuing to, to drive right now. In at the yep, they're going to put them right at the 20 yard line. First down and 10 from there for Giltner. Hendricks has been all over the field. That's the first time we've seen Rody Lyon get the ball on that jet sweep. We haven't even seen that. They've only faked it maybe one or two times throughout this ball game. Twins to the far side. Linden standing behind Hendricks in shotgun motion coming left to right, faking it to Lyon this time. Hendricks will run upfield himself, met by a whole host of Eagles, but he does pick up four on the play. And we've I've seen an adjustment that Overton's making now. Instead of bringing those defensive ends um, upfield, they're sitting and they're going to contain and they're going to wait for Hendricks to take off and run and they're going to try to make the play. But that time Hendricks just went up the middle and that kind of worked against what Overton was doing. So um, it's either get upfield and allow Hendricks to step up on the or sit back Hastings, the breeze. and let Hendricks come to them. They're going to have him down at the 17-yard line, so it's a second down and seven after the three-yard run by Hendricks. He'll drop back looking to this near side, right through the hands that time of Dakin Wilson, unable to reel in the pass. Yeah, maybe a lot of contact there, but I think, I think uh, you know, Kaiser came through and made a good play there. Um, legal play, broke up the pass, and now you got third and seven on the 17-yard line, and this is 
this is the fourth possession of the second half where they've gotten down this far. Um, they need to well, – the clock is ticking, and it's time to put points on the board. Third down and long. Hendricks twins to the far side. Single receiver to the near side. Just going to run a screen pass with Linden out of the backfield. He's past the 10 and going to jump over one defender at the five. And so they're going to say he's down at the one-yard line. That is a great time to dial up the screen play. Yeah, and I'm surprised it took so long for them to break that out because of the pressure that Overton's been bringing. But it was well executed. And I talk about this a lot as a defensive lineman. If nobody's blocking for you, if nobody's blocking you, stop, look around. Screen's coming your way. First down and goal from the two-yard line. The last three times Giltner has been inside the red zone and gotten this far down. They have not put points on the board. Coming up on a minute left in the third quarter. Hendricks in the backfield following blockers. He'll run right up the middle himself. I think the Overton made a stand. They're not going to say he's in. Second down and goal upcoming. Yeah, stopped him short. And in these... These two three-yard plays are so important because they're also two-point conversions. I have no doubt, you know, Gilbert can get the ball in the end zone here. It's, it's what they do on the two-point conversion. I don't think, if I'm Gilbert, I'm going to go back to that same exact play. Um, try not to lose yards, but they've got two guys in the backfield. Just follow those lead blockers and try to find a hole. Everyone in tight. Henrik's going to run up the middle again. He's got Someone's got his ankles in the backfield. He'll try to dive forward. Clock continuing to run. That might be the last play here in the third quarter if they don't huddle up quickly. 15 seconds to go. Third down and goal from the three. And they can save a lot of time if they huddle up and go for it, but I think they're going to let the clock run out. We'll be heading to the fourth quarter. One quarter to go in the first round of the Class D2 football playoffs. Overton leads Giltner as they got the only touchdown in that third quarter. It's 28-20. to 20. Eagles leading the Hornets on the Breeze 94.5 and Power 99. And always online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. The Breeze 94.5. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. Steph Rubaker back in the studio taking care of us. One quarter to go, Trent. We knew there was the possibility of a shootout with Giltner's offense and the way Overton uh, moves the ball, just how physical they are. What are you expecting in this final quarter? Um, Giltner, uh, they failed on their last three times in the red zone. It's a third down and goal to start the fourth. So, Giltner, they were really close there to converting with that quarterback draw, but one thing you could do, is you could fake that that power ISO and maybe run a, a quick pop pass over the middle or find something like that. We'll see what they do here. Henderson shotgun flanked by Lyon and Linden. Lyon going to go out in the flats. They're not going to throw it to him. Henderson will throw it into the end zone. Fourth down and goal upcoming for the Hornets. And they try to use Lyon as a decoy there, but if if I'm coaching right now, fourth and three, it's no more decoy for Trevor Linden or Rody Lyon. I'm going to my playmakers, and I'm allowing them to step up and make a play in the in the end zone here because you're fourth and three. You're down eight. Start of the fourth quarter. This is 
absolutely important that you convert here. Spreading it out now. Twins to the near side. Single receiver to the far side. Hendricks rolling to this near side. Throwing it up into the end zone. Diving and making the catch. That is a great catch on this near side. Lance McKay putting six more on the board for the Hornets. What a big boy catch. Just jumped up and high pointed the football at his highest point and brought it down. That's a, a nice fade route there to Lance McKay. He came down for his second touchdown catch of the game and now we're a two-point conversion away from a tie ball game. Still only seven seconds have come off the clock, so almost as early as possible as you can be in this fourth quarter. Very important extra point upcoming as the Hornets do trail by two, 28 to 26. Spreading it out, twins to both sides for Hendricks in the shotgun. Only three down linemen. Motion coming left to right with Linden. Hendricks rolling to that far side, throwing it up into the end zone. It's going to be caught. We've got a tie ball game here in the fourth quarter. Dakin Wilson putting two points on the board for the Hornets, and we're tied. 11.53 to go in the ball game, tied up at 28. Overton and Giltner here on the breeze, 94.5. And Power 99 online at riverpreps.com. Get more than you expect. Direct. It's time to power up and save at Mattress Direct in Hastings. While supplies last, get a Queen Beauty Rest mattress and power base for only $9.99. That's a savings of $250. Not only do you save big on a Beauty Rest mattress, you also get an adjustable base that has a built-in sleep tracker sleep monitor. Now that's getting more than you expect. Mattress Direct, next to Furniture Direct on South Burlington and Hastings, and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. The Breeze 94.5. We've got a final over on ESPN Tri-Cities 1460. Number 8 Sutherland downs number 9 Amherst 40 to 34. All these scores, as always, at PlatteRiverPreps.com. In the fourth quarter, over on 1230 KHAS, it's number two, Kennesaw, leading Twin Loop 54-12. to So we're going to see Kennesaw move on in that one. Waiting to see Carter Watson get his foot into this one. Overton ready to take over. They have enforced their will offensively for the most part um, from late in the second quarter and then here throughout the entire third quarter. Tied ball game, 28-28, 11-53 to go in the ball game. Yeah, and we'll see if Overton can put together another nice drive like they did on the last possession where they just um, really just were really physical on that drive. Ryan Lobby makes the picks up the kickoff at the 10-yard line. He's going to run past the 20, following a couple blockers. Now he's going to run through defenders at the 30. They're going to say he's brought down at the 33-yard line. Good field position upcoming for the Eagles. Yeah, great field position. Almost got to almost got to the 40-yard line midfield there. Ends up at the 33-yard line. And now Overton's in a good position. They can take a lot of time off the clock if they can just string together some first downs here. First and 10 from the 33. Kaiser going under center. Moore, the wing on the near side. Now he'll go in motion to the far side. They'll hand it off to Lobby up the middle. Nothing doing, though. He's brought down right at the line of scrimmage by three different linemen for the Hornets. They have really been flying to the ball, especially on those inside runs. Yeah, McKay, he's playing a heck of a game. Got two touchdown catches and also came through there and just he's just taking on lead blockers and, and the fullbacks and he's stopping them in their tracks. Now it's second and 10 and and maybe they'll go back to that ISO they've been running before. Kaiser under center. This time, no motion. They will hand it off with Lobby again, who runs through a couple defenders. Now he's going to stiff arm a guy at the 40 and be brought down at the 38-yard line. Still short of the sticks, but definitely more manageable third down. Yeah, and that was set up by the option because um, Giltner was keying on the quarterback there. So they just gave it in the belly of the fullback, and he was able to run for about eight yards, nine yards, carried a guy with him. 
Brings up a third and two for territory. Motion going to the far side with Moore. He's going to come back to the near side. They'll hand it off with Lobby, though. He's untouched. Running through the line at the 30 to 20. No pursuit's going to catch him. Lobby will run it in from 39 yards out to give the Eagles the lead right back. Yeah, that was the same thing. Ran the option, the triple option, and they went away from trying to slow down the fullback. And fullback Ryan Lobby stepped up and just shot through an open hole. I mean, you could you could have drove my pickup through there. That thing was so wide, and and I was able to outrun the defender there for from about 38, 39 yards out. And now this two-point conversion, uh, they're all big right now because uh, up six, you can go up eight and put pressure on Giltner if they score again. Motion going to the far side with Moore. Instead, he's going to come back to the near side. They'll hand it off to Lobby again. They're going to say he didn't get in. So 34 to 28, Overton leads. Giltner took less than a minute to score here in the fourth quarter. Overton leads playoff football on the breeze 94-5 and Power 99 online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating, celebrating 35 years of business in Hastings and five years in downtown Kearney. Celebrating you, our terrific customers who have made us so successful. Take 35% off all in-stock suits and sport coats, 25% off all men's and ladies' clothing, an additional 20% off all clearance clothing and shoes, door prizes for a new suit, Brighton purse, and so much more. Come celebrate at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. The Breeze 94.5. One person, one touchdown, one in pay dirt in that third quarter. A minute into the fourth, we've already seen two. Overton leads Giltner 34 to 28, 10 39 to go in the ballgame. Winner will get home field advantage next week against Sandhills Thedford. Um, just because Giltner obviously on the road, Sandhills Thedford, the higher seed, was at home this week. So Giltner would be at home as the home field advantage flips, and Overton, the higher seed, would host Sandhills Thedford as well. So big advantage in the second round for whoever comes out of this one. Yeah. Overton putting their foot into it for another kickoff, and they'll continue to kick away from Rody Wilson. Ball picked up on the far side by Dakin Wilson, who's going to run to the near side at the 15, brought down at the 17. Maybe a face mask at the end of that one. Yeah, that's probably what's going to be because there's no blocking holding right there. And they do call the personal foul face mask. So you go from keeping the Giltner on the 16-yard line, and, and they get that 15 yards, and that um, you know, that'll give Giltner a little momentum there, but you, just nothing nothing like penalties to kill some momentum. Giltner was stopped on three straight times into the red zone, um, but they did score on their last time in there. It was a three-yard touchdown reception to Lance McKay on fourth and goal, and now they come out down six, ten and a half to go in the ball game. Twins stacked to the near side, motion going across there with Lyon. Instead, they're going to run a speed option to this near side. Hendricks pitches the ball, and they're going to be run out of bounds right at the line of scrimmage, carrying the ball, Trevor Linden. And if they run that play one or two more times, um, they faked it to Rody Lyon. Rody Lyon's going to walk in the end zone from, you know, wherever they give him the ball because he had absolutely nobody over there. And now they're set up on the wide side of the field. I would maybe run that same play but get Rody Lyon involved there. Waiting for the call from Coach Bartos on the far side. Everyone for the Hornets checking their wristbands. Twins to the near side. 
Brody Lyon almost in the backfield already, and he's going to run in motion. They'll hand it off to him. Jet sweep. He's running backwards six, seven yards, and now he'll go out of bounds at the original line of scrimmage. They gained two on that last play. Brody Lyon loses two. Third down and ten. Yeah, they did a nice job there. Overton did of just stringing it out and uh, setting the edge and and Lyon had nowhere to go. He couldn't get upfield. Um, there was no fake there to allow, you know, for the counter there. So, um, KLIQ, uh, Hastings, the breeze. Third down and 10. Hendricks waiting to get the call. A number of different times they've put four down linemen just to protect him back there, and that's what they're going to do. They've also got Linden lined up just to his left, twins to the near side. Hendricks will take the snap, looking to this near side. Now he's going to be pushed back to the far side. Stiff arms one guy, but just not enough. The ball pops out. I think Hendricks did jump on it, but fourth down and eight upcoming. Looks like they got him down at their own 35. Yeah, that was an incredible job by Hendricks to even fall down on that ball because he was getting tackled by Keen Martin. Keen Martin's a big boy. Nice job there. I think that's that's the second time he's been able to force a fumble on the night, but Hendricks is able to fall down on it, and it looks like Giltner's going to see how Overton lines up in defense, either go for it or with a quick punt. Hard count. We saw a couple Eagles fly in there, and they are going to get them for encroachment, going to make a more manageable fourth down. They will move this ball to midfield. Still going to be short, though. Still going to be fourth down. Yeah, in high school, you can't even cross the line of scrimmage. Once you cross the neutral zone, they call the flag. You do not have to make contact or force the offense to jump, so they call the flag there. Um, yeah, that's going to help a lot. Now that you're in fourth and three, you have a few more options. Uh, look for Trevor Linden here or Lance McKay. Lance McKay has been money on these uh, conversion downs. Possibility of a hard count still. Instead, Hendricks going to snap the ball. Pressure coming to the backfield. Throws it to the near side. Diving grab. First down. Moving the sticks. Trevor Linden. Trevor Linden has great hands. That was just a fantastic diving hands. He just does whatever it takes to keep the chains moving. And uh, the ball was right on the money. Linden extending his arms, able to make the nice diving catch. And now uh, Giltner wants to push the tempo here, and they want to try to just um, impose their will via tempo. Senior quarterback Dane Hendricks, tons of trust in his receivers. He let that ball go before Linden even came out of his came out of his route. Hendricks scrambling in the backfield, throwing this one up downfield. It's going to be another great grab right at the 10-yard line. This one, Lance McKay. So every time Hendricks has been run out lately, after that first couple drives in the first quarter, Hendricks finding players downfield. Yeah, McKay is just having the game of his life. Oh, they got a flag. Illegal player downfield. Yeah, that's tough. That's a big break for Overton. Uh, they'll back him up, but McKay. I mean, even with even with the penalty, he's just been finding holes in the defense and making big play after big play. And they're going to call the penalty and bring him back. First, first and 15 from the 39-yard line, getting all of the calls from the sideline. Hornets trail by six. Nine minutes to go in the ball game. Hendricks has been flushed out of that pocket a number of times, especially when they've only been using three down linemen. That's exactly how they're going to line up here. Nope, they're going to bring another one in to add a fourth. Very tight. Twins to the near side. Rody Lyon to that far side, and they'll throw it to him right at the line of scrimmage. He'll dance around one guy at the 40 before being run out of bounds at the 35-yard line. Second down and 10. Yeah, just threw it out in the flat to Rody Lyon there, and they want him to use his speed and athleticism. He can also make somebody miss at a phone booth if given the opportunity and is able to get about four yards there. Now second 11 for a team like Giltner is manageable. They're on their 35-yard line of Overton, and they're driving. they got eight minutes left, plenty of time on the clock. 
And uh, you don't have to get the first down here. Try to dink and dunk. Maybe find Linden across the middle, something like that. Twins to the near side with Linden and McKay. Hendricks takes a snap, looking to this near side, throwing it just a bit short. It's going to bounce before it can get to McKay. That still would have been short of the sticks. Third down and 11. Yep, just a little too short for McKay there. And where um, where McKay's made his money is going downfield on those um, improvised throws. That time, just the timing round, uh, ball was a little low. That ball can't be thrown high because if it is, it's probably housed for a touchdown by Overton. Um, there's just nobody over there, so ball had to be thrown low. Eight minutes to go in the ball game. Overton has had a couple of very long drives. They can take a lot of time off the clock. Needing points now is Giltner. Trips to the near side. Four down lineman. Hendrickson shotgun takes the snap. Rolling to this near side. Still getting run over. The ball is tipped as it comes out of the backfield. Almost picked off by Kaiser downfield. Fourth down and 11 from the Overton 35-yard line. Yeah, Kaiser was just a maybe a step or two away from sliding in under the tip drill. Linden reached up to grab the ball and he may, Dane Hendricks maybe had Lyon there too. Um, they've Maybe who he was going for, but uh, Linden reached up, made the tip, and then Kaiser just, just a little late getting there. The ball drops to the ground now, fourth and long. It looks like they're going for it. Lyon, the single receiver to the far side. Linden and McKay here on the near side. Four down linemen. Hendricks takes a snap, looking to this near side. Now he's going to look back to Lyon, throwing it way short. Overton only rushed two on that play and still got to Hendricks in the backfield. Turnover on downs. Overton ball with a six-point lead. Eight minutes to go in the ball game. Yeah, they got to Hendricks, but also they had that many guys in coverage, and Rody Lyon was open. But the pressure is what threw off the play because Hendricks couldn't set his feet and throw. Hendricks is a very accurate passer, so you know if the ball doesn't go to its target, um, he was thrown off a little bit. Overton takes over on their own 35-yard line. Kaiser going under center. Lobby just behind him. Moore coming in motion. They'll hand it off with Lobby up the middle, who's just running like a workhorse right now, and he'll pick up six. Just churning his feet and pounding the football. Gets about five, six yards on the play. Maybe give him six yards on that play. Nice job by Lobby. And now um, Giltner's going to adjust. They're going to try to funnel the middle. They're going to try to take that away. And uh, I would say the quarterback or Caleb Moore. We haven't seen him in a while. That's going to be open as well. Lobby does have both touchdowns for the Eagles here in the second half. Kaiser back under center. Moore going to come in motion to this near side. Now he's going back to the far side. He'll take the pitch, getting stopped right before the sticks. Third down and one. That's a, we've only seen a couple times with Moore going motion, stop and go back the other way. Um, we saw Rody Lyons slip for the Hornets on the other side. Good footing that time for Moore. Yeah, Moore, he's a sure-footed runner. He's got very good balance. Um, that time they just they faked the dive to Lobby and then ran to the outside. Now, uh, third and short, I try to go to Lobby here. He's just a, such a tough runner. He's almost um, impossible to stop. Moore coming in motion all the way across your quarterback sneak with Kaiser, who's going to pick up more than just the first down, dragging defenders past the 30 and almost down to the 25-yard line. We're going to say that's a pickup of about almost uh, 12, 14 yards. Yeah, and... We've done about 10 or 11 games this season on the radio, and I don't think we've seen a quarterback sneak not go for at least two or three yards. And at that time, there's just nobody home. They ran up, ran the quick count, and uh, Giltner wasn't ready for it. Nice, nice play call by Overton. First down and 10 at the 26 of Giltner. 
Kaiser under center this time. Moore lined up in the wing on the near side, going in motion to the far side, faking the handoff to Lobby, and now they'll pitch it to Moore, who catches it on his own 30. He'll run past the or catches it on the 30, running past the 25, past the 20, pushed out of bounds. All kinds of hits at the very end of that. No flags though, and it looks like that's going to be another first down. Yeah, first down. They're going to move the sticks. Kaiser there on the option pitch did a beautiful job. He took the hit, uh, just like the old Nebraska quarterback said. As he was taking the hit, delivered a beautiful ball on the money, allows Overton to move the sticks. Six minutes and counting here in the fourth quarter. We've seen Kaiser get lit up on a couple of those option plays, but he's done a very good job of keeping his composure and making great pitches to his running backs. Handing it off to Lobby up the middle as Kaiser falls down. Lobby will be brought down at the 12-yard line. Getting a little chippy right now with a couple of players bumping after the play. Nothing doing, though. Second down and seven for the Eagles. Yeah, we're, we're starting to see uh, the pressure of a, foot, of a playoff game kind of get to both teams. There's a lot of extracurricular stuff going on, and the refs are going to probably have to step in at some point. You know, tackles are being made late, but... Nice play there by Overton to get about three yards. Kaiser under center at the 12-yard line. Seven yards to go for a first down. Moore coming in motion. Instead, they'll hand it off with Lobby going up the middle. And he's brought down inside the 10-yard line. Manageable third down. Yeah, and the thing about this drive is the way Overton plays the hard-running ground game, uh, they take a lot of time off the clock. Now we're going to go under five minutes here left in the fourth quarter, up six on the 10-yard line. Um, even if they don't convert here, they're taking a lot of time off the clock. They've already run off about three minutes on this clock on this drive alone. So Giltner might only get the ball one more time. Going to have to score very quickly. Also make a stop here. Third down and five from the 10. Kaiser under center. Quarterback sneak again. He's going to run to the left. He's hit, but he's close to the sticks. He might be down just shy of that five-yard line. We're going to see if that's a first down over there. But again, Trent, that's a quarterback sneak out of nowhere that goes for much more than just one. Yeah, and what the quarterback does is he goes up to the line. And if there's a nose guard over the center, which there was that time, he just picks the hole. He just um, he just kind of reads it. Now we've got a fourth and less than a foot here, and this is this is just really critical here. I would expect either a fullback dive or a quarterback sneak. Giltner loading the box, motion going to the far side with Moore. One of the defenders came off sides, but Hendricks is going to run a quarterback sneak and pick up the first down inside the five. No flag on the play for offsides. And first down and goal from inside the five for Overton. Four minutes to go in the ballgame. Eagles with a six-point lead. Yeah, the defense got away with one there, but it didn't matter. Um, just like we said, quarterback sneaks have been money all season for almost every high school football team in Nebraska. And that's the exact same thing they did there. Now you got first goal from your five. You got to feel pretty good if you're Overton. Kaiser going back under center. They haven't run many different formations. Moore going in motion, handing it off with Lobby up the middle, who's going to score right away and extend that lead to 12. Ryan Lobby, third touchdown in the second half. Yeah, just that straight fullback dive up the middle to Lobby, and uh, Giltner had no answer for it. Uh, four yards out. Now you're up 12 with the opportunity to go up 14. You can almost put this game away. Giltner has the offense to score quickly though so we have to keep that in mind 340 left on the clock as they line up for two-point conversion kaiser under center going to pull the ball away from lobby and he'll run in untouched himself to extend the lead to 14 340 to go in the ball game overton 42 giltner 28 on the breeze 94.5 power 99 and online at flatriverpreps.com 
Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. The Breeze 94.5. Don't forget, coming up after the ball game, the new last post-game show, we're going to give you a couple scores from around the area. Um, all the stats from this one, a breakdown of how this game got to where it is as it stands, Overton with a 42-28 lead over Giltner. But then as we wrap up as well on 1230 KHAS Radio and Power 99, we're going to have the Let's and Rivals scoreboard show, so stick around for that. All the scores across all of eight-man, where teams are in the brackets, home field advantage, all the good stuff with Jeff Babel and the gang back at the studio. Still 340 to go in this ball game, and we know the way Giltner can score. This one is not over. Going to have to definitely put some points on the board on this possession. Now, if I'm Giltner here on the kick return. And they're changing their kick return now. That, yeah. Now they've got the they've got a they've got Camden Humphrey lined up in front of him, and now Rody Lyons going to find a way to get the ball in his hands because now if you squib it here, you, I mean you're giving up so much field position, only up two touchdowns, so you got to kick it deep, and if you can get it through the end zone here, that's really key. Different kicker for the Eagles, Wyatt Ryan. Now the kicker gets the whistle, put his foot into this one, and it's just going to be an onside kick. Giltner dives on it at the 39-yard line, so that's why we saw the different kicker. A great ball coming to this near side, didn't go 10 yards, but Giltner, who needs to put up points in a hurry, very short field already in Overton territory. Yeah, I think I think Ryan, White Ryan there, tried to put a little bit too much on the ball and just missed it, and that the way that ball was spinning. I don't think he meant to do that, but yeah, now Giltner takes over on the 39-yard line. Uh, that's a huge break for the Hornets. Twins both sides for Hendricks. All kinds of DBs in for Overton. Quick pass to that far side. Lyon makes the catch at the 30-yard line, and he'll dance out inside the 25 and run out of bounds to not only stop the clock, but get a new set of downs as well. Three and a half to go in the ball game. Yeah, that was really, it looked really easy. Hendricks getting that to Lyon. And if you're Overton, you can't get too comfortable with playing, trying to play prevent defense. You still got to play the type of defense you were before. Twins both sides. Hendricks makes another quick pass out here to Linden, who's going to run around a couple defenders. He's running to that far side. He's got a block around in front. He's at the 10 inside the 5 and he's going to go into the end zone. Two plays knowing that they need to score in a hurry and it's Trevor Linden running it in from 25 yards out. I mean blink of an eye right there. Uh, Giltner just just absolutely made that look easy. Two plays 39 yards on the play and uh, yeah they got Linden it looked like he was bottled up but he turned back and ran around and and uh, here we go for two-point conversion. Extra point upcoming. Rody Lyon coming in motion. No snap. Hendricks now is going to throw this one into the end zone. It's too far. He had a couple different defenders in there, and he knows it, too. He knows he had some wide-open players. But as it stands, 3.23 to go in the ball game. KLIQ. The Breeze. 34. On the Breeze, 94.5. Power 99. 12.30 KHS Radio. And PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. 
Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. The Breeze 94.5. We've got a good one in Overton where the Eagles lead by eight over Giltner. Giltner, a two-play 39-yard drive, only took 17 seconds off the clock. If you're Giltner here, do you do the onside kick or do you kick it long and try to play? They do have all three timeouts. Both teams have all three timeouts. Do you try to stop uh, Overton, who's obviously running up with the hands team right now? Yeah, that's the million-dollar question. I don't know what to do either. Three minutes, three timeouts, probably going to try to kick it deep based on the odds of um, how often you get the onside kick. You've got three minutes. Um, Have some trust in your defense. Kick it away deep. We're going to see what Carter Watson does here. As he goes and he puts his boot into it, he will kick it deep. Ball is going to be fair caught. Oh, they're going to say he went into the went into the end zone. It looked like it was fair caught on the one-yard line by Cole Honick, but they're going to say this ball did sail into the end zone. That is a big break for Overton. Huge break because the college rule now is you can fair catch it inside the 25-yard line and you automatically get to the 25-yard line, but he was at about the one-yard line and they caught a break there. They'll call it a touchback, comes out to the 15-yard line. Now Giltner's really got a lockdown. Giltner, with three timeouts, needs to get a stop here. Overton, first and 10, handing the ball off with Lobby up the middle, who's dragging Hornets forward. The ball came out. I think Overton is going to stay on to the ball, but that's going to be a pickup of five, six yards on the play for Lobby. Yeah. If you're Overton, you're preaching right now. Two hands over that football. You don't need the extra two or three yards. Yes, you want to keep running hard, but right now, ball control is absolutely key. And if you're Giltner, trying to punch that thing out is what you're trying to do. And um, now you got second five, kind of putting yourself behind the eight ball here. Don't have to use your timeouts here. Um, lock down and really just crash hard up the middle. Kaiser waiting to go under center until he sees the back judge start counting. Moore going in motion to the far side. They'll hand it off to Lobby, who's met right at the line of scrimmage and brought down for no gain. Chip Bartow sprinting over to get a freezing Ford and Chevrolet timeout. 2.38 to go in the ball game. Overton leads Giltner 42-34 on the breeze, 94.5, 12.30 KHAS radio, Power 99, and all of it always online at PlatteRiverPress.com. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun... Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton says, come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Chevrolet Sutton is greeting more and more folks by their name. And that's why they say, if you're smiling when you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Only two timeouts remaining for the Hornets, although it is a third down and four. If you stop them here, you're going to use another one. But if they get a first down and a bit of a pinch, is Coach Chip Bartos, who I'm pretty sure just ran a 4-3-40 to get that timeout. Kaiser coming up under center, third down. Big play for both teams. Hard count, nobody goes. Kaiser will snap it, handing it off to Lobby up the middle, who runs through one defender and then is drugged down. That's going to be a first down, though, as he runs it out to the 29-yard line. Yeah, about a seven-yard gain. I would not take my time out yet. I would wait to see what happens after this next play. So he got the first down, and now we're at 2.30, and the clock is going to run now. The ball is set. Clock is running. Um, Really key on first down here to get them stopped short. You can't get into a second short here for Giltner. 
Kaiser waiting to go under center until he sees that back judge start counting. Exactly what Coach Husenfeld wants. Kaiser now going to hand it off to Moore on that far side who's dancing around to the backfield. Nowhere to go. He'll get to the original line of scrimmage and get drugged down. Timeout now coming. Friesen Ford and Chevrolet timeout from Coach Bartels. We're going to keep it right here. They've only got one timeout remaining, 2.05 to go in the ballgame. Giltner needing to get a stop because it is a one-possession game, Trent. Only eight points. If you're Overton, you don't really have to change a whole lot of what you're doing because right now the clock is the biggest enemy for Giltner. Yeah, time is on Overton's side here. 2.05 left. Giltner has one timeout. They can only stop the clock one more time. So now if you're Overton, it's important to tell your guys, hold on to the football and stay in bounds. Those are the two main things right now. And uh, you don't want any penalties to set you back. Just um, you're playing basic fundamental football right now, covering up the ball, staying in bounds, making sure that clock runs. If you're Giltner, you're holding up ball carriers, doing whatever you can to rip the ball out while making sure you make the tackle. We're obviously not going to see the Eagles throw the ball, but Kaiser does have one one interception thrown on the ball game. Lobby does have one fumble, and that was earlier in the game. Giltner ended up scoring off of that turnover. So as you said, Coach Husenfeld talking on the sideline, two hands on the ball at all times. 2.05 left to go in the ballgame, second down and eight from their own 31-yard line. Moore coming in motion to the near side. They'll hand it off to him running an ISO, and he's wrapped up in the backfield, and he'll be brought down for a loss of two on the play. Trying to see, yep, Coach Chip Bartos is going to use his final timeout. It's a Friesen Ford and Chevrolet timeout. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason. With Friesen, Chevrolet, and Sutton, and Friesen Ford, and Aurora, Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again. Check them out online at FriesenChevy.com and FriesenFord.com. Just a couple minutes. This is another big third down, although this one being 10 yards and no timeouts left for Giltner, they're going to be able to run off a lot of clock whether or not they get the first down. Yeah, but... The thing is, is we've seen Giltner score so fast. At, when you're on offense, you can always stop the, you can stop the clock. You can, um, you know, you get out of bounds, you get a first down. Um, you can spike the ball to clock it. A lot of things you can do. You're in much better control on offense. So for Giltner here, um, first priority is getting the stop. And uh, at third and ten, you don't really want to take a chance here if you're over ten. Um, Run the run the clock off, and if you don't get the first down, punt it away, change the field position, and uh, put trust in your defense. Third down and ten for the ball game. If there's a first down here, it is over with an Overton victory. Moore going to the far side, going to run a play action, make a bootleg to the near side. Kaiser has no one around him. He's past the 40, past the 30, going to stiff arm one guy at the 20. He's inside the 15. Overton is going to advance and have home field advantage in the next round of the Class D2 football playoffs. Just a naked bootleg. They faked a dive, and then he ran to this near side, and uh, there was nothing but green grass ahead of him, and that's a game clincher right there. Heck of a play call by Overton. Um, Giltner was just crashing so hard inside, selling out on the run up the middle, and there was nobody home there on the outside. Great run there by Kaiser to really seal this game with about a minute 30 left. And you don't even have to run a ball past the line of scrimmage. You can victory formation because there's no timeouts left for Giltner. You just got to run the rest of this clock out. Kaiser waiting to go into center until he sees that back judge start counting. More going in motion. 
handing the ball off as he's falling down to Moore, who's hit in the backfield, driving and turning, going forward. If you're Gildner, the only thing you have to do is really try to rip this ball out. If you're Overton, you would like to see not even your ball hand or your ball carriers get hit on any of these plays. Minute 12 to go. I wouldn't even take the chance. I would just take the knee because um, time is on your side. You do not need to carry the ball and and try to, you know, if you give the ball to your ball carriers, you're given Giltner the opportunity to rip the ball out. Just take the knee. You're under a minute here. Um, victory formation, and you've got the game in the bag. 50 seconds to go in the ball game, walking up to the line of scrimmage, and that's what they're going to do now. Now they're going to take that victory formation. Kaiser will snap the ball and kneel it. 40 seconds to go in the ball game. They're getting ready to cheer here in Overton. See if they have to snap it one more time or not. Um, we're getting close there to the 25 seconds, and looks like they're going to line up and try to snap it again anyways. They're going to have to at least get this snap off to go ahead and seal the deal. Kaiser under center takes the snap, and he'll put it down. It was a tremendous effort on both sides as it ends. 42-34, to 34. Overton moving on. 8-1 and one on the season. Giltner ends their season at 4-5. and five. We've got the New West postgame show coming up here on on uh, the Breeze 94.5 here on 1230KHAS and Power 99. You've got the Rutz and Rivals scoreboard show coming up with Jeff Babel. So thank you for listening to the rest of this game. We've got the postgame coming up on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Stephen Kathy Hozier and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck. For more info about JSGK Catering, call 402-849-2244. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. The Breeze 94.5 Welcome into the New West Post Game Show. The new New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary, no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Um, all kinds of stats because it was tied up at 20 at the half in the second half. Uh, Overton outscores Giltner 22-14 to 14 to get the victory, advance to the next round where they will host Sandhill Sedford on Halloween. Trent, all kinds of stats going up in this game, although both teams were stuffed a couple times, some three and outs, getting stopped in the red zone. What do we have statistics beginning with the uh, the Hornets who end their season at four and five? Yeah, Dane Hendricks threw the ball 45 times, 105 yards. 
and three touchdowns. Also ran the ball 15 times for 38 yards. Trevor Linden added two carries for six yards. Rhodey Lyon, two carries, six yards. Receiving-wise, Rhodey Lyon, nine receptions for 83 yards. Trevor Linden, nine receptions, 83 yards, and a touchdown. Lance McKay, four catches, 75 yards, two touchdowns. Carter Watson did not have a catch. Dakin Wilson, two catches, 21 yards. Kenvin Humphrey, one catch for five yards. Brody Lyon also added a 77-yard kickoff return. The Hornets ran 64 plays and tallied up 355 yards of total offense, 305 of those coming through the air, 50 on the ground. And your victors, the Overton Eagles, Brayden Kaiser just two for seven, 36 yards, and had a touchdown to Wyatt Ryan, one one catch, 25 yards for him. Ryan Lobby also added one catch for 11 yards. On the ground, Caleb Moore, 21 carries, 104 yards. And Ryan Lobby, 23 carries, 138 yards, and three touchdowns. Hastings, the Brim. 10 carries, 76 yards. Elijah Husenbelt had three carries for 12 yards. And the Overton Eagles ended up with 332 yards on 57 carries on the ground, 368 yards of total offense. As we said at the at halftime, it was all tied up at 20. We only got one touchdown in the third quarter because Giltner had three straight possessions between the second and third quarter where they got into the red zone and didn't score. The only points in the third quarter was for Overton. Ryan Lobby getting his first ta- touchdown of the game on a four-yard touchdown run. The only points, as I said there, in the third quarter. 28-20 lead going into the fourth quarter, but three seconds into that fourth quarter, Giltner did get a three-yard touchdown reception on a fourth and goal. It was almost four straight times in the red zone without a touchdown, but Lance McKay reeled that one in to tie the ball game up at 28-28. Overton would strike back less than a minute later on a 39-yard Ryan Lobby fullback dive, running it in from midfield right up the middle to take the lead right back. And then late in this ball game on a uh, we saw Overton score on a five-minute drive. They got the ball just a couple minutes later. Giltner was thinking they were going to have a couple more possessions, but Overton ran off five minutes from the clock to extend their lead on a four-yard Ryan Lobby touchdown run to bring it to 42-28. And then immediately following a very short kind of miskicked ball where Giltner took over at the 39 of Overton. They scored it on two plays later, ending on a 25-yard Trevor Linden touchdown reception. And then Coach Chip Bartos kicked it long, decided to play and trust that defense. They almost did, had a third down and 10 from Overton's side. They had no more timeouts, needed to make one stop, a minute and a half left, or just over a minute and a half left to go in the ballgame, but a 33-yard Braden Kaiser naked bootleg to the near side brought this ball game to a close victory formation for a couple plays and that was all she wrote we're going to have a couple more uh we're going to look at a couple scores from around the area don't forget you can switch on over to 1230 khas radio and power 99 to get that ruts and rivals scoreboard show get all of the scores from across all of eight man we're going to give a couple from around Platte River Radio's group of stations as we take one final break here on the new west post game show on the breeze 94.5 and online at platteriverpreps.com the representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Stephen Kathy Hosier and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck. For more info about JSGK Catering, call 402-849-2244. 
Today, someone's paying 30 to 50% less than you do for auto repair. That's because today that someone has their vehicle repaired at Country Boy Auto Service and Repair of Holdry. Country Boy Auto Service and Repair promises to beat any written local repair estimate. Not many do that, but Country Boy Service and Repair does. Plus, access seven days a week. Call them at 308-995-0119. 308-995-0119. Or Country Boy Auto Service and Repair on Facebook. You'll say, thank God my car. Why is it Country Boy? The Breeze 94.5. Wrapping things up on the new U.S. postgame show here in Overton, where the Eagles defeated Giltner 42-34 to to advance to the next round, where they will host Sand Hills-Thedford on the other Platte River Radio group of station ball games tonight. And D1 on ESPN Tri-Cities 1460, it was Sutherland defeating Amherst 40-34. to And then on Power 99, it was Arcadia Loop City. There we go. Rebels advancing over Elm Creek 28-18. to That was a rematch of last week's ball game, much tighter than it was a week ago. Arcadia Loop City over Elm Creek on Power 99. On 1230 KHAS Radio, Kennesaw defeated Twin Loop 62-18. And here on the Breeze 94.5, it was Overton over Giltner. Tons more football coming up. We had four ball games today across Platte River Radio's group of stations. Tomorrow, we've got as I'm counting here, six ball games on Platte River Radio's group of stations. It begins on ESPN Tri-Cities 1460. Pre-game at 2.30, kickoff at 3 for S- Sumner, Eddyville, Miller, and Hyannis. That game on 1460. Also on 1460 for the nightcap, Carney at Bellevue West. Pre-game 6.30, kickoff at 7. And then on 1550 at Central City at Adams Central. And pre-game 6.45 kickoff at 7 on Power 99. Battle Creek at Sutton in a battle of C2 schools. Kickoff at 7 there. Also kickoff at 7 on 12.30 KHAS Radio Hastings at McCook. And then on the Breeze 94.5 right here, it's going to be St. Cecilia at St. Paul. That's going to wrap things up here for the New West postgame show. Oh, never mind. We're going to go ahead and bring in Coach Paul Husenfeld as we wrap things up. Really glad you ran up here, Coach. Um, first of all, a lot of emotions, very tight ball game going into the half, and then the way that ball game ended. Uh, talk about that final call to run that naked bootleg. Well, when, uh, you know, they were spending all their linebackers. I mean, they were they were selling out right there um, trying to stop our inside run, and so we thought, well, we'll just make it look like that and just uh, boot it out, and, and it worked. And, you know, <laughs> sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you don't, and that just particular point, we got lucky. What were you talking about? with your players obviously hang on to the ball as Giltner spent all three of their timeouts on that that last possession also before we get to that um it didn't look like it was a called onside kick on your kickoff that last one was it just a missed kick to give Giltner the ball at the 30 yeah um you know our usual uh Kean, you know he's he was kind of just hurting from getting his, hit, his shins hit all night long and so we just thought well you know uh, Wyatt, go ahead and kick it and just get it on the ground. And sometimes he pulls his head a little too soon and just slid off the side of his foot. We've so. all been there with our, our kicking game or even golf as well, pulling right. our head a little bit. But going into half, the ball game was tied. Uh, you're 7-1 and one on the season. Giltner 4-4 four and four records at this time. All coaches say it's all 0-0. It doesn't matter. It's a new season. But what was the message at halftime to come out? Because your, your squad did look much more physical coming into the second half. You know, uh, we, we always kind of, I don't know, I wouldn't say a second half team, but we don't really uh, worry about it yet. Um, I'm, I'm sure it will come down to that, but um, all this year, you, we, we've had a lot of close halves and then broke, busted open, and which we kind of did, and then defensively, we just didn't hold what we needed to hold, but really didn't tell them anything different, just made some adjustments on our option, which you could tell, and you know, and that helped out our run game, and so after that, uh, you know, made a few adjustments here and there, and 
one of these days we might get a pass game going, but I don't know when. So We did see Kaiser not just roll out. He dropped back to pass a couple times, did have some players downfield, just wasn't able to hook up. Looks like he does have the arm. Your running game, though, two players over 100 yards with both Moore and Lobby and Kaiser himself running for nearly 80 yards himself. Obviously, that's something you guys wanted to get going, but in that second half, he was all lobby with all three of his touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, we just adjusted how we were blocking that triple option, and so we had to make them have to uh, come out and get that uh, um, our quarterback or our, our running back. So widen them out a little bit kind of left it up for lobby to be able to hit those up in the middle and you know that those that's the great thing about the triple option is you know you may, you find ways to to find one player that can make a difference and then stop that player and then we got somebody else along so all three of them did a great job tonight our line you know they they played hard I, by, they're going to be sleeping well tonight but you know i always give my props to uh my old linemen because if it wasn't for them, you know, the backs would only get what they can get. And so, um, yeah, it, it was a great night, and the option game worked for us. So. Finally, Coach, you will be at home next week on Halloween. You'll get some of that Halloween game. I know student section fans, you'll see people in costumes. There's already going to be an extended atmosphere because it is second round of playoffs. Hosting Sandhill Thedford, tell us a, a little bit about what you know about their squad going into the second round. Um, you know, we, we got to see them against in Selma Myrna just because, you know, we were scouting in Selma Myrna, you know, and they're, they're a power team. And so we're going to have to stop their run, which, you know, just we're, we're pretty good at stopping the run. You know, obviously the pass is a little bit different story, but um, good at stopping the run. So I think we, we take them out of their element, just like I'm sure they're going to do the same to us, try to stop our run, make us have to pass. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a fight in the phone booth for us, and we'll see uh, who prevails. Coach, congratulations on the win tonight. Best of luck next week. Thank you very much. That's going to wrap things up here on the New West Post Game Show, where Overton advances and improves to eight and one on the season with a forty-two to thirty-four victory over Giltner, who ends their season at four and five. All five of those victories to very good playoff teams here in Class D two. For myself, Caleb Henry, Trent Ockengay, Steph Brubaker, back at the studio, saying good night, everyone. Here on the Breeze ninety-four five. You've been listening to High School Sports on the Breeze 94.5, KLIQ, Hastings Grand Island Carney.